We are live. Happy, happy Sunday. Happy Easter. If you're somebody that celebrates Easter, hope you guys are doing well. You are rocking with Mr. Bet on you. Now, got some topics for you guys today. I'm going to be pulling up an article here shortly. I'm going to go over some things in that article that are pertaining to the topics tonight, the description that you see, the thumbnail. I saw it this week and I thought, that's a little interesting. So before I get too far into the show, thank you everybody for being in here. Shout out to everybody that's hit the thumbs up already. If you haven't yet, hit the thumbs up. Let me know. And also in the chat, give me a thumbs up that you guys can hear me, okay, before we start the show. A couple shout outs I see already. I see Holly in the house, Savvy Shopper, Scooter Bud, Leonard. I see Kevin, Richard, Daniel, Dasher Benz, Pitstar, Your Pilot, Scooter Bud, Richard as the Six Ringed Dasher, new subscriber. Let's go. What up? Hey, let's give you some love. Appreciate you for being the sub. Thanks for coming in. Happy uh, Sunday. We do this every week. Jeff says thumbs up. Appreciate you guys. Okay, so had a good day today. For those of you that are new here, I talk about like how the week was, how the day was, get into the topics, give some shout outs. We will have the live um, StreamYard stream open for you guys today, tonight. All right. And we'll see how we go. Tonight, I told myself this is either going to be a two hour show. Or a four-hour show. I know that's a vast change. It's either going to be two hours or it's going to be four hours. Now, it'll be two hours if we keep it to the topics and we have some people coming on and we're chatting about some things and organically we go where we go, right? Gig topics. And it might be four because I do have all the things on my mind. And if I feel like I want to get into that and you guys want to vibe with it, we might get into that as well. Now, so before we get in too far, um, I'm going to pull this up real quick. And I'm not going to read it yet, but I'm going to show you guys real quick what some where I got this information from. So if you look at this right here, oh, let's try it again. If you look at this, this is an article from Forbes. Gig economy drivers basically not happy and is and is there trouble brewing amongst delivery drivers? They did some, they did a survey. I'm going to share with you guys some of that some of the results. I'm going to read some of this to you guys and I want your guys' opinion in the chat and that'll be a topic of discussion tonight. And then we're also going to talk about a little bit of saturation levels in your market heading into summertime. Okay, it's April. So we're only a couple of months away from summer. And as we know, and anybody that's been doing this long enough, we're going to start seeing and hearing things and comments. Certain content creators will start making videos. I'm, I'm going to say it now because this is what happens, right? Summer slowdown. We're going we're gonna to start hearing that. It's slow. My market's slow. Oversaturation. Summer slowdown. I can't make money. Summer, 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 summer. And some of you, maybe it's different. Maybe you can make money. But most markets, we, we, we hear this summer slowdown. It's nothing new. But tonight we'll talk about why I think that happens most of the time during the summer. It's not rocket science, but there are some varying factors. And why I think this summer will be slower than the last few that we've had, at least the ones that I've been a part of. And what we can do to kind of, you know, you guys share with us, I'll share with you what we can do to get ready for that so that we're proactive versus reactive. Also, we'll be talking about that stuff tonight. Now, before I get too far into the topics, uh, this week was a pretty, it was a decent week. $800 in the gig, 805 to be precise. I worked two half days, one day that was like about eight hours. I worked an 11-hour day, and then I worked a six-hour day. Not bad. But I definitely noticed it was slower, right? Um, especially a little bit of Friday, but not surprised. The Friday before a holiday, and you know today's Easter, typically going to be slower because you have people that are half days of work, so you don't get some of those work orders. 
lot of schools close a little bit early. You don't get some of, some of those school runs. People just doing different things. It was very nice. The weather was nice. So as you get nicer weather, especially in a city like mine, people go out to do things. They pick up their own food. They go out for lunch. They're sitting outside on a patio. So you don't have as many opportunities, which is fine. So overall, good week. My acceptance rate dropped 30% this week. Started Monday, it was 77. At one point on Friday, it got down as low as 46. Uh, 46. So it really dropped 31 percentage points. Um, yeah. So we don't take trash on this channel, but definitely notice less things hitting my phone at certain peak times. And the reason for that is the saturation levels in my St. Louis market. My referral bonus, referral whatever, refer a driver, get this amount. A couple weeks ago was $1,800, and I showed you guys that. Friday, or this week, 700 That tells me DoorDash added a lot more new drivers in my St. Louis market. With new drivers, the old, as the old analogy says that we say on this channel, it's like you're fishing in a, a pond or a lake. And you're used to having about 10 fishermen there. You're, you know, you can, you guys can all pretty much eat throughout that week. You're getting about the same amount of fish. Well, we went from 10, we added four or five fishermen. So, but the, the, the pond itself didn't add more fish, right? Same amount of fish, more fishermen means you're going to see less opportunities, less bites, less money possibly. So that was my week. Pretty solid week. Did a uh, Wednesday live motivation hour. We talked a little bit about mental health. We might touch into that tonight as well. Mental health being a gig economy driver, somebody that does work by yourselves in your car with these apps that can be frustrating and how that affects you. So we talked about that on a Wednesday motivation live it was a really good hour there. So that's my week in a nutshell. Pretty good week. Nothing crazy. Nothing great. Regular week. So let's get into the chat. I want to get some shout outs. Drop your market that you're in. Let the people know where you're doing gig work, whether it's DoorDash, Spark, um, Uber, Rideshare, Uber Eats, Instacart, uh, Roadie Curry, uh, Grubhub, whatever apps that you have. Let us know what market you're repping today and rep it proud. Obviously, I was born in Chicago, but I rep St. Louis market. Love my market. Love the community. Love most of the customers. Love my fellow drivers. Also this week, the reason I want to also talk about the topic of Drivers not happy doing gig work. And we're getting get into that article momentarily. Is I had did a reaction video yesterday with TikTok of a driver that just went off on a particular um, um get rid of this on a particular customer. The customer tipped, the customer was just didn't do anything crazy, and driver just goes off, right? Um, so we're gonna talk about hold on. There it is. Uh let's get right there. We'll start with that. One out of three drivers would strike. Now, what makes drivers unhappy? What gives us the idea of striking? What gives us the idea, you know, 84% or so drivers say we're underpaid. Do you think you're underpaid? Are you are you properly paid? Oh, none of us are going to say we're overpaid, right? But why is that? That frustration mounts and builds, the mental health aspect of it. What, why, why is it in our line of work, we're very, very, very not happy. A lot of us are. Not all, but a lot, right? A lot. And a lot of people come to this and, and I see a lot of new drivers and they're, they're frustrated because in the beginning, they don't know they don't have to take everything. They have bad situations. They're not doing their money right. They're driving their cars, this, that, no tips, blah, blah, blah. A lot of unhappiness. So we'll get into that article in a moment here. In a, in a moment here. So let me go ahead and pull up the live chat, give you guys some shout outs. I see Leonard in the house, driven for dollars, Dasher Benz, Lisa, Ralph. I see Raiders guy 74. I see BS. I see Tim Gigwise in the house. He says, I am very happy doing gig work. We're going to talk about that article 
that article lies or it's about people that only work DoorDash. Maybe, Tim, but just because you're happy doesn't mean other people don't are having a similar experience. So we'll get into that article. Um, Hector, what up, Roman? What up, uh, Eric? What up, Lisa? Let's see if I got some other names in here. Julia Collins. I see Jennifer in the house. Internet God. Okay, so um, JP's Corner, Miss Melissa, Dr. Nimnum. Why won't DoorDash go up to $5? Great question. My response to that is they don't have to because drivers are taking two and three dollar orders. What's the reason to go to five? Now, it would make a lot of us happy, maybe. And I think it will give us a short term resolution to a bigger issue. But there's no need for them to do it. Uh, Daniel Hustle, welcome to the Kobe All-Star level. What up? What up? Daniel Hustle 303. Uh, M. Belk, what up? What up? Pedro told me no tip, no trip after my first day of DoorDash. You know it, Internet God. Uh, don't be a sheep. What up? What up? Eric, Kevin, Hannibal's hunger in the house. Most people hate their W-2 jobs. So actually, one out of three not happy isn't that big of a surprise. Very good point. And I was going to get into the W-2 Versus gig economy. Think about this. If we polled most people at their jobs, well, do we get similar results? Less, more, right? And I think a lot of us, like GigWise Tim, representing St. Louis like me, shout out to the 314. I think a lot of us do kind of like gig work, right? Because we have a little more freedom and flexibility than some traditional types of W2 9 to 5. And I think a lot of us came to that work either because of that, or we came to it in a different way and we stayed because A, we can make money and B, it's like, man, I don't have a boss. Man, I can take any day I want off. Yeah, I got it. it sucks sometimes, but every job sucks. It's a job, right? Unless you're doing something that you absolutely love and is your passion, you're going to have some issues, right? But one out of three said they would strike. Let's get into that article right now, actually, because I don't want to make you guys wait too long. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Appreciate the 252. Hit the thumbs up so we can get this pushed out to the algo. What up, Ronald? All right, so let me pull up this um, article here. And I want to see, hopefully I do this correct. Y'all know me, the technology. We missed a bet on you. Ain't always primed. But anyway, it's funny. I'll share a side story. I was actually looking for some monitors. I'm going to get another monitor, like some monitor versus a laptop so that I could easily share things and make it. I just got to do it. I was lazy. I looked at some things like this this past week. I didn't buy one yet, but I'm definitely going to do that. So let me go ahead and pull this up for you guys. Let me see one second. So if I go here, you should see a little bit of it. But if I go there, you should see a lot more. Now, I'm going to pull this up on my end and see if I can't read it. And hopefully you guys can still see it. Um, Let me see something here. I don't know what that is, but let's get rid of that. Okay. So let me go scroll down. As I'm scrolling, do you guys see me scrolling? Let me know. Give me a thumbs up if you can see it going up and down. And then do you also still see me? Let me look at the chat here in a second. I don't think there's too much of a delay. I just don't want to waste your time or mine. Uh, M. Belk says thumbs up. I don't know if that's a thumbs up from earlier. Are you just popping in? Gig work, LOL. Yes. Ricky Day says yes. Andre says yes. So we're good. Perfect. Look at I actually did something right the first time. Let's read this article real quick. A problem is brewing among delivery drivers. Now, this is not just DoorDash, and we'll get into that in a second. Look at this lovely lady doing packages. Looks like she's doing Amazon or something like that. Okay. So according to a new study, now listen, studies are studies. That's why there's that little number there, right? You know, did they do a thousand people a million? Well, we'll get into that maybe, but listen, it's a study, right? By last mile delivery software company circuit, 
Google searches for delivery driver jobs have increased by 479% in the past two years. Not surprising. What's happened in the past two years? You know, obviously we had the pandemic. We had a lot of people rethinking and reshifting their focus on how they make money, how they value their work-life balance. Huge percentage, and in most most analytic most most analysts say 2023 that number is going to continue to grow. 2024, as times get hard, people look for other ways to make money. We all know that here. It's an indication that as home delivery has grown, the number of people who want the job has grown as well. Clearly. Demand goes up. What pe- what we see as far as advertisements, job opportunities goes up because the demand is high. New drivers know about the opportunities and it strikes the interest. But once they have the job, drivers don't seem to be don't seem so happy in it. Of the driver survey that drive for Amazon, DHL, DoorDash, FedEx, Grubhub, Postmates, all you know, Uber Eats, all the ones, right? Average of eighty four percent said they are underpaid. I'm not surprised by that. That is a high amount, though. 77% of all drivers surveyed said that they are planning to get a second job to keep up with the inflation. Wow. And 15% already have one. Yeah, a lot of people have two ways of making money, guys. Whether it's W-2 or gig work, a lot of people have a W-2, part-time, full-time, and then they have they, they supplement income with this type of work. Almost three quarters would go on a strike to fight for higher wages. That's the one that kind of rang my bell, and I was surprised by that number, okay? Hannibal, I agree. I think UPS and FedEx drivers are are definitely better, well better paid. I mean, those guys make 40 bucks an hour plus, right? I mean, who doesn't want to make 40 bucks an hour? Listen, if you're making $40 an hour, you are in the top echelon of earners. I need to say that right now compared to the average American. So good point there. Geography makes a difference. Adjusted for population, searches for delivery driver jobs are highest in Georgia, Texas, Arizona, California, Maryland. So the, the people that are looking up how to, what kind of delivery jobs are there out there, Georgia, Texas, Arizona, California, Maryland. Do those states have things in common? I think I think so. But that's not, not where the highest pay for delivery drivers is. Drivers in North Dakota are the highest paid, 46000 And no other state is higher than 43000 Wow. Okay. A little surprised by that, but it is what it is. California is second, followed by Massachusetts, Oregon, and New Jersey. So obviously, California has some legislation. Massachusetts has some things. I don't think Oregon and New Jersey do. The lowest paid are in Arkansas, followed by Louisiana, New Mexico, North Carolina, and Nevada. Smaller markets, right? The highest percentage of state populations that are delivery drivers is in Tennessee. Interesting. Okay. Um, UPS points out that their rates are for new drivers. Okay. So it's, it's also lumping in some W-2 people, right? For delivery drivers, it's not just 1099, right? The delivery economy can only exist if last mile drivers are on the job. There is a tension in the data that says on the one hand, how many people want the job and the other hand, how unhappy drivers are with their pay. Yep. So usually if you typically, if you're unhappy, you're not going to stay there long. Let me skim this and see if there's any other really good points. Um, technology to make delivery more efficient will help, but there's a limit to how much technology can do as with self-driving cars no longer to implement um, than planners count on. The situation has the potential to up and the trend to home delivery. Interesting. Let's see. I want to see. There was another part here. Footnote, how the survey was conducted. It says circuit used data from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, Indeed.com, Google, and DoorDash and all these apps are on Indeed. And they 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 advertise on Google. You'll see Google ads. They advertise on YouTube, all that stuff, right? So listen, I won't bore you with all that kind of stuff anymore. Now, let me get back into the stream art if I can. Okay, let's go there. Let's pull my beautiful face back up at the top. Okay, now that I bored everybody to sleep, shout out to all y'all. Listen. 
What numbers and talk amongst yourselves in the chat. And when we when I open a stream, we could have a discussion about this as well. The one thing that got me and we, there's a lot of different news articles, studies, the gig economy, food delivery specifically is on the rise. And it has been. It's talked about on virally on TikToks and YouTube and Facebook. There's all these forums, a 497 percentage increase in how like how to make money being a delivery driver in the gig economy in the last two years. Not surprised by that, but 33% of people would consider striking for more pay. Now, if we're talking about UPS, FedEx, and the W-2, not surprised by that. But if we're independent contractors striking, listen, everybody has an opinion on that, right? And there are sides of that fence. There's people on both sides. And there's things that this side says, why they're striking and why they want to have their voice heard. That I agree with. And then there's things on the other side, like, no, we're independent. We can't do that. We can't do that. It doesn't make any sense, right? We're not, you know, we're not employees. Totally get that as well, right? I think you have to be open-minded to listen to both sides, but 33%, man, that seems high to me. But listen, that's just, I'm a novice. I don't, you know, I'm not into all these articles. I don't read a lot, but it was shocking to me. It's a high percentage, high percentage, right? And you see people that do strikes in this economy, in this gig work that we do. Teachers, obviously, laborers, you know, uh, uh, steel workers, electricians, your local IEWs, like all, you know, you see it. I see it. Construction workers, I see it in St. Louis sometimes, right? You'll have people striking and there's like a big rat next to them and they got the signs and like, hey, they're doing their thing. They're having their voices heard, right? But in the gig economy, when we're delivering McDonald's, let's stick to the work that we do. Let's take the FedEx and the UPS out because I've never done that. I can't relate. But we're, we're delivering McDonald's and Papa John's and we're occasionally going to shop some, for somebody at Aldi or a local grocery store. We're delivering pizzas. Should we strike? I've talked about this a few times. Y'all know my opinion. I don't think we should. I think it's a, a weak look for us. I think if you think about what we really are, basically, if you're striking, you're saying, well, I just want to be an employee. I want to turn this work into an employee-based W-2 model. I don't agree with that. But the people that say, well, Pedro, we don't have all, everything's not great. Look at the low pay. Look at the information they're hiding. They don't show us all the information. We want tip transparency. I want some kind of benefits. I want a stipend. I want the things I have in Cali. Hey, I hear you. But if we go to that place, what does it mean for us? Let's say we have that this year. What does it mean for us next year? What are they going to take away? Are we going to have to then schedule? Do we have the freedom and flexibility? Probably not. And I think most of you guys, let me know, talk amongst yourselves in the chat and I'll see some. Isn't freedom of flexibility and the way that we could independently make our ends meet? Isn't that why we do this? Does anybody love order, delivering McDonald's and Papa John's? I hope you don't love it. I hope you might like it. You can tolerate it. I hope you don't love it. Right. So why? Like, is it worth us making? Let's say, is it, is it worth us? Is scheduling and possibly not having the opportunity because they wouldn't need as many of us if if we had to take everything and had to schedule, they'd be able to schedule it out. And they would, there'd be, you know, we wouldn't be able to just hop on as, as most of us can. Think about Uber. You can hop on anytime. There's never a schedule. There's never a grayed out zone. Uber doesn't end your, like, it's just, it's easy. So think about if you're an Uber driver now, like gigwise, Tim's in here. Imagine having to schedule and having to take everything. Wow. Would you want to do that? But then maybe you make an extra, I don't know, 
thousand or $2,000 a year? Is it worth it for you? For some, maybe it would be. For others, it might not be. Think about having something come up and now you have to like not schedule yourself or take yourself off and then you get a write-up in your Uber app or your DoorDash app. Sorry, you've already had so many requests off this week. Uh, you've ended your dash too early. We're going to have to give you a write-up. And uh, you know, if you get another three of these, we're going to deactivate your account. What the fuck? Can you imagine living in a gig economy like that? No, thank you. No, thank you at all, right? But I want to talk about that tonight. Gig workers being unhappy, just, unjust. Do our feelings matter about what, the work that we're doing if we're independent contractors? Clearly they matter, but should they matter to the companies? We're 1099. Strikes, gig worker strikes. What do you think about that? And then the saturation levels, because I believe we can tie it in, in your market. Definitely noticing some changes in St. Louis. I'm very, I, I keep my head on the swivel. And when I walk into restaurants, I know most but the dashers, it's very rare I run into somebody that's new or I haven't seen before just because I'm out and I've done it a lot. And I just I'm a people person. I know the workers. I know I just know I just know it. Right. And new people come to these apps every day. But I'll tell you what, this week specifically and a little bit of last week, never seen so many fresh red bags, never seen so many wide eyed dashers, never had so, so many people I've seen ask weird questions to the work staff. I've never seen so many new drivers ever in the, I guess, almost three years I've been doing this or whatever. So that tells me they've added a lot of new people and my saturation levels are definitely shifted. I never thought it was oversaturated here. So let me say in the chat and read. I know I've been rambling. That's the show topics tonight. Hector, what up? Smacking ass. I'm nefarious. I didn't see any dashers at the Walmart. Oh, well, of course you didn't, Gigwise. <laughs> what up, Scott? What up, Ralph? What up? What up? What up? Um, What's up, Wealthy? Develop a personal brand with value because the bottom line is there's a tremendous limit to what we truly even deserve for providing some convenience at mealtime. I mostly agree with that. I think we have to sometimes, and I've had this conversation in this on this channel with this community, and you guys have been very welcoming when I say things that are very different. Thank you, Kevin. We have to realize the type of work we're doing. And we have to realize our market value and place within that work. And we have to be okay with it. For 95% of us, we're doing this. It's very short term and it's very a small amount of our income. For the ones that are doing it full time, those are the ones more affected by the changes of the apps, the seasonal changes, the app pay, the frustrations. But we have to understand what the apps understand, the CEOs, the, the software engineers, most of the people that do these apps are extremely part-time for an extremely small amount of time. It, that's just a factor of it, right? Because there isn't a lot of money and it's not very, very sustainable, right? So we have to know what is our place within that marketplace of the service we're providing. And if anybody can get on the app, and I mean anybody can do DoorDash, what does that mean? What is that, that, doesn't that show us how we're valued? Isn't the customer also showing us what we're valued based on the tips in your market? DoorDash tells us how based on other factors. Think about that. And that's why we're always talking about what's the next step. What's the next step stepping stone? Because for most of us, this will not be the long term solution. And I know when I say that there are some people that do not like it because that is their plan from now until whenever. And there isn't an exit strategy. There isn't a stepping stone. That's OK. For those men and women, you guys will probably be fine. Right. But that's not the majority. So good comment there. All right. So um, I was offered a W-2 back in car sales. And I know 
And I know I can make 8K a month plus doing that. I do what I want to give up my freedom. Driven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Car sales can be good. No, but Dash, what up? Most people don't have the discipline to do it long term. So there's lots of super uh, time dashers, a.k.a. they don't let. Yeah, yeah. Super time. Super part time. Yeah, I agree with that. It does take discipline. It does take a little bit of. I think. I, listen, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I think anybody can do DoorDash. Something's going on. There's like these sirens. Like somebody got an accident or something. I think anybody could do DoorDash. I and, and and listen, this isn't to offend anybody because listen, I do DoorDash four or five days a week. I think I could teach a a sixteen year old that just has a license could do DoorDash. Most twelve or thirteen year olds could do DoorDash on a scooter. It's very easy. Now, if you really want to make good money and more profits and sustain yourself, you do have, you got to have a head on your shoulders. You got to be a little bit smart. You got to be adaptable. You got to be good with numbers, good with planning. Most people that do these apps are not those things. Or they are very part-time and they're doing it for the extra hundred bucks a week, right? Or maybe if they're part-time, but like close to full-time, maybe it's an extra 400 because they do two, two, uh, two shifts, at, uh, two, two days a week, you know, that they don't, the W2 and then they do it on the weekend. So they make four or 500 bucks and they're pushing it. That's still kind of part-time, but it's part-time full-time. But most people turn on the apps, they're running errands, their kids are in school, they're doing some shopping, boom, 50 bucks here, a little gas money, hundred dollars, boom, boom, boom. That's that's how people work these apps. And it's so convenient and easy to get on them. I don't blame them. I think it's a good way to make that type of money. Um, but for most of us, it's not going to be a great way to make it comp- like super long term. I wish I had some data. How, how many drivers out of the millions have been doing this for five years or more? What percentage of drivers? Before I get in, I'm going to open a stream yard up. Before I do that, what percentage of drivers in the gig economy doing either ride share? We'll include ride share. They count. And or food delivery or shopping. They could do all three or just do one of the three. What percentage do you think currently have been doing it for five years or longer? Drop a percentage in the comment section. And we're going to get this show started. Shout out to the 369 or 371 in the building. Hit that thumbs up. I'm going to read some comments as I share this. Uh, What percentage? What percentage? CyberZone says five. Okay. Hector says less than 20. Okay, okay. Nova Dasher says, ooh, look at Nova's. 0.0000.1. David Scrooge, thank you. Let me pull this up real quick. Hold on. Thanks for the super chats, guys. Appreciate those. Let's read this comment. Uh, I go, oops. Oh, man, it goes fast. I go hardcore on DoorDash. Oh, Lord. But also run Uber Eats getting ready. Okay, hold on. Getting ready to get in onto Spark, but I feel like it's harder to get to make money on DoorDash. Been doing this three years. I think for most people, David, DoorDash is the app that's the hardest one, harder to one to make money on because they do play more games. I do believe that. Edward Lee, thank you. I saw one from you as well. Let me put that up here. Edward Lee says, let's call it we're the lowest skilled workers. Ooh, I don't think that. I don't think that's true. I think there are other jobs that are less skilled than than, than what we do. But it's definitely not a skilled type of job. There's no certification. There's no trade skill. There isn't. Uh, there's not even on-job training. So you have a good point. You have a good point. But I, I do think there are other jobs that are less skilled than what we do, and other, and even in the food industry, um, jobs that are less skilled. But that is a good point. All right, let me read. So I got eight years. Nomadic's been doing it eight years. Qualaya says five five percent. Uh, 10%, very low numbers, 5%, 5%, 7%. In California, 70. Oh, that's a high percentage, April. But California is very unique. So I will say that. 
I'm not surprised that you would say that. Uh, 20% says ghosts. Jody says 33. So Jody McCormick, shout out. McCormick, McCormick, 33%. That's high. I think that's high. That's my opinion. Uh, let's see. I'd say 10%. Okay. You know, I think 10% seems, for some reason, that number just seems like that would be very, you know, one out of 10 people have been doing this five years or or more. You know, I could rock with 10%. I'm going to go with that. That's going to be my best educated guess. 10%. All right. Hannibal says, oh, he says, hey, I would, I would, Hannibal, drop me, drop me a percentage. I didn't see what, what's Hannibal's, because Hannibal is in the now with a lot of stuff. I know Hannibal's well read. He looks at a lot of articles, this, that. He's in, Hannibal, let me know. What's your, what's your, Hannibal and uh, uh, Red, Gig Wars official, drop a percentage for me. Yes, Hannibal, we know you're right from Brooklyn. Um, drop a percentage. I want to see that. And I'm going to go ahead and share this uh, StreamYard link. We're going to get this, uh, this show popping here. Shout out to the 380. Let's see if we can get 400 people in the building. Hit that thumbs up for your boy. I do read from time to time. I know you do. And you read, you do the TikToks. You got this. You got that. You're Listen, you're a smart dude. So that's why, you know, uh, Nomadic Gig Econ Mom says 5%. Okay. I don't think you're far off from that. And I think... You know, if, if anybody is is feeling wild right now, okay, um, I bet we could find this information. There has to be a there has to there's probably a study done somewhere. The longevity, you know, the, the average uh, life expectancy of a gig driver, and then we could do some math and deduct a little bit, right? Dashing Grandpa, what's up? Uh, let's see. Andre says I'd say low skilled is the wrong term to use describing DoorDash work. Yeah. It's not a high skill, but low skill is not the right term. I would also agree with that. Hannibal's probably doing some swift keyboard typing right now. He's probably going to find us an exact answer. So, uh, Chris Boy, what's up? Uh, he says, I think you're, you're in Australia, right? Um, I'd be surprised if 20% make it past one year. I agree with that statement. In New York's and NYC rideshare drivers, I'll say 30% are long term. Many Uber Lyft have been around for years. That I can see in NYC. Um, I think there's good money there. And I think the the demographic there is very different than most of the nation. But I think that's an accurate statement. All right. Let me go ahead and share this stream right with you guys. See, 15, 20 percent. And we're going to get the conversation popping. We're talking about an article we just read from Forbes, a study. 33 percent of gig delivery drivers said that they would strike for better wages. 84 percent believe they're underpaid. And I think 77 percent. Uh, I forget what the 77% was. It doesn't matter. We're talking about workers being unhappy and why. And should we strike? Should we expect things? We're 1099. Oh, that's the conversation we're going to have tonight. And we're, we can get into a little bit of mental health, being a gig economy driver, being by yourself in your car, dealing with these frustrations, being unhappy. And like people said earlier, W2 people are unhappy as well. This isn't just us. We're not the only people that have this problem of not feeling heard or happy, or fulfilled, or equal, or, or paid uh, respectfully, right? But this is the work we do, so we're going to get into that, right? But when you feel undervalued, underpaid, overworked, frustrations come in. You don't like your job. Then what happens? You're at home. You're stressing about money, bills, boom, boom. Mental health, things, everything kind of starts with, it, unfortunately, because the country is designed the way it is, which is fine. I'm good with it. No much, y'all. For the most part, at least, as far as as far as the money goes, you know, 
we have to work to live, right? So your frustrations, a lot of us come from money, lack thereof. And even if you have a lot of money, that comes responsibility and you're frustrated and mentally stressed out. Your health can be bad either way. But I'm telling you what right now, as somebody that has been broke, it's not fun. It adds a lot of physical and mental stress in your life when you are working and working and working and you're like a hamster on a wheel and you're not getting anywhere. There's not many more things that are more frustrating than that because it affects every aspect of your life. Not paying bills, not doing this, not not being able to provide, not being able to take your girl out. Your girl gets mad. You can't provide for your kids. You got to do this. You're working overtime. Boom, boom, boom. Taxes, this, this, this. Inflation, rent goes up. Like it's stressful, right? All right. Let me stop the app and let me share this stream yard with you guys real quick and see if we can't get it popping. There we go. Copy. Ooh. Guests can stream this to their own destinations. Interesting. Well, I didn't turn that on. I don't know what that means. I'll have to look into that later. StreamYard's updated some things. So I think that's pretty cool. I got to look into it. So I'm going to paste it. Boom. I'm going to pin the link to the StreamYard at the top of the show. So it's the pin message. If you've never been on, would love to have new people come on the show and share your perspective on the topics at hand. If you don't know about the topics, these are the topics. 33% of gig delivery drivers, based on a study, say they, they would strike to get better pay. I'm against that, but I understand it. 84, 87% say they are underpaid. And a lot of drivers are not happy in the delivery service game that we're in. They're not happy. So I want to hear from you guys. Share why do you think that is. Like, Share that with the with the audience tonight. We'll have a good conversation. So. And if nobody wants to come up, I'll just end the show. <laughs> That's lies. I could talk for hours, trust me. Okay, we'll let some people pop in here. Uh, let's put up this banner real quick. Oh, I don't have my ticker running. Hold on. Let's get that ticker. Listen, what's the ticker say? The best live show around every Sunday at 9 Central. Subscribe, hit the thumbs up, and join the interactive chat. Listen, I don't know who wrote that, but that sounds pretty dope. I want to go to that show. Man, who's running that show over there? Sounds like they're having a great time. Okay, let's go to the comments. Um, let's go here. Let's talk about this one, too. We're also talking about market saturation levels. We can, that's, that can be a topic based on what you guys got going. Nova, I see you, brother, bringing you up in a minute. Uh, I'm going to put this here. One out of three drivers would strike. Wow, what do you feel when you hear that? What, what, what are you thinking about? Are they emotions? Are you mad? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you surprised? One out of three drivers would strike. Would you strike? Let us know that as well. Uh, Julius Jones, what's up? Brandon Diaz, what's up? Pedro, shave your head at 50K subs. Brandon, listen, I think you've said that before. I will not be shaving my head like Nova Dasher. Listen, he's got a great set of hair. He's got, that, he's got a line. Nova's looking good. I can't rock that. I'm older. I got a receding hairline. Can't do it. Plus, I'm going to hit 50K in probably three months. Shout out to y'all. We're at, we hit 44,000 subscribers today. <laughs> I was talking to my dad about it. He was like, yeah, I watched the videos over my dad today for the holiday. And we all hanging out. He goes, I watched some of your videos this week, man. You're really crazy. I was like, yeah. And he was, you know, give me some shit, but shout out to my pops. He's a real one. And he goes, yeah, you're, you're going to hit 44 pretty soon. I was like, I'm going to hit it today. And then I hit it tonight. So thank you guys. So we'll hit 50 K very soon. And I can't shave my head. 
My girl will leave me. I'll look like a fool. Uh, can't do it. Sorry. Now, if we get to like some crazy number, I might do something, but I ain't shaving my head. I'm going to leave the bald head look to Nova. He wears it really well. I can't do that. I need to rock the craziness. All right. So I see Chris. Oh, Chris is going to show up. Love it. I see Nova. Got some new faces. This is going to be a good conversation. I see Judge. I see the Matrix. Awesome. I'm going to bring you guys on right now. Let me go ahead and get rid of this screen here for a second. Um, boom. Okay. So let's bring up these gentlemen. We got Nova Dash. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, man? See, I can't rock with you guys. <laughs> it won't look good on me, man. When I was younger, I could. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I, I can't see for me. I can't do long hair because I got this awkward stage that takes that takes way too long. So no, I just, no, yeah. Listen, I just right, keep I hear it short. You. I hear you. All right, we got Chris and us. Hey, welcome to the channel, Chris. How are you, man? Hey, doing well, man. Uh, happy to be here. We've always had this conflict on time zones. I think you're running yeah. on Sunday night right now, and it's midday uh, Monday in Australia right now. So. Finally, I've got a uh, long weekend, so I'm jumping on the show. Lo love that you're here. Shout out to Australia. It's Monday over there. So he's in the future, guys. Okay, we got the future <laughs> in the building right now. I tell you guys, that the sun comes up and it's another day tomorrow. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's all going to be good. And big fan of your channel, man. That video, that last one I saw that you put out, I think a couple weeks back, really, really good. So I know I commented on it. I think you saw it. Really good, really good video, man. Thank you. All right, so Cheers, man. we got Judge Dre. Judge, you with us? Judge, yes, yes, I am. How are you awesome. doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. I actually, I, I, you know, look forward. I'm actually going to start be starting my channel soon. Awesome. I've been working with my dude here to do some editing. Uh -huh. I got over six thousand orders since I've been a DoorDasher. Uh -huh. So I've, and I'm not even going to lie. Uh, I have a lot of ways. My points of views are probably totally against a lot of you guys, and I'm not, not going to lie. I'm going to destroy this company with their bad act, antics. Well, we can get you into know. some of that. We'll, we'll talk about some topics tonight, and I would mm -hmm. love to hear your perspective. And if it's different, mm -hmm. that's even better. So stand by. Yo, it's, it's definitely different because I'm not going to lie. My goal at the end of the year is to hurt their market share. So I, I recommend any dashers right now that if you know that you're doing this is your only guy, look for something else. Interesting. So we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Let me get the matrix up here. The Matrix, how you doing, brother? Good night, mate. Oh, yes, Australia in the house. But he's not, listen, Matrix, you can't fake the funk. You're not Australian. So listen, I know. Let's not go there. Just right, an alert of our new guest here. Yeah, Denise, thank you. Uh, new to your channel, just started DoorDash two months ago, and I was watching your channel to get me started. Thank you for uh, being a very big help. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that very, very, very much. All right, so I think we got one more person standing by. Edward Lee, I see you as well. Uh, we got uh, we got my man Parker in the building. Parker, how you doing, man? How about you? I'm good, man. Can you can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, all good. Oh, awesome. Okay, and I think there was one more person. It looked like Rideshare Rodeo was here, but I think he just paused out. So if I see you come back in, I'll bring you up. All right. So let me go ahead and pull up this banner again for you guys. So we're talking about a couple topics. Um, one out of three drivers would strike for better pay. So we're going to kind of go around. I want you guys to give me what you think about that when you hear that. Uh, you know, 84% of drivers in the gig economy are saying they feel underpaid. Um, and then we can also get into a little bit of the market saturation, right? Because I think, you know, that might correlate because I think when these companies know that a lot of their workforce, the people doing the work for their company is not happy, they feel underpaid, they see all the news, they see these things, you know, 
if I'm then, I'm not going to lie. Okay. I need new, that tells me I need new drivers, right? I need you. If I got an unhappy people, I got to get new drivers. That's what they're doing. Instead of fixing some of the issues, they're just going to say, let's pump some new blood in. We know the turnover rates really, really high. So we're, they're not worried about what Pedro thinks because they could, you know, get another one of me tomorrow. And it's not a big deal. Right. Um, let me bring in ride share. I don't see where's he at. I don't see him. Okay. So let me start with Nova. Um, what do you think, man? One out of three drivers would strike. What do you feel about that? And, and would you strike? Is there anything that would happen with the apps that would say, you know what? I'm going to strike. I'm not going to work this week or this month or this day. Give me your thoughts. I think I think I saw Hannah was comment that says most of us are not united, so it wouldn't work. And I think mm. it's pretty accurate. I think if I were to go down all the dashes that I know, they'll be like, why, why would I do that? That doesn't make any sense. It's not going to do anything. Mm. And like, and I think in the last three months, I've seen the the bonus, you know, to refer someone just increase and increase and increase. And so just now recently decreased. Mm. But for a long, but for a long time, it wasn't even there, you know. Mm-hmm. Like and the fact that they even have these crazy referrals, you know, and I've seen some other ones that are like twenty dollars if you do one delivery in seven days. That's super simple to do. One delivery in seven days with twenty bucks. I mean, it's not a lot of money, but yeah, I, I think like you said, they, they just want to pump new, new, new dashers in. But like you said, when you see someone and they have the fresh red bag and they got like a, a DoorDash mask or like a DoorDash T-shirt, I'm like, you know, I'll see them one day and next thing I never see them anymore. Yeah. Or, or for example, I've seen people that used to do DoorDash, but now they work in the restaurants. And, oh, you know, I couldn't, it was too uncertain. It was, one day it was busy, one day it was slow. You know, with the W-2, you kind of know what you're getting no matter what, even if they don't like it. Yeah. You know, so I, I, that's why I think it's, I think a lot of people can sign up, but they're not going to last, you know, in my opinion. That's a good point. Chris, what do you think? Uh, and, and are any of these kind of issues we're talking about here, do you see any of this in Australia? Kind of give us your perspective. Yeah, so I think I need to prefix this a little bit. So DoorDash likes to run a lot of A-B testing on different ways to work things. And right now, Australia is kind of uh, being treated like guinea pigs a little bit for before they roll stuff out to America. So, you know, a perfect example would be, um, I see a lot of stuff around, say, your scheduling. It's hard to get schedules and there's too many new drivers coming in and we, we can't get schedules. Australia's currently got an open schedule. Anyone can log in at any point to any zone. Uh, there's no restrictions. So we're seeing the opposite end now where, um, it's not about getting in as everyone can log in and the market's completely saturated and wiped out. So we're seeing earnings impacted down that way. So we're, we're trying to find that kind of balance, I guess. Um, if I log into DoorDash for a day, uh, is there going to be 50 drivers on uh, in that little dinner lunch, uh, mm. dinner or lunch rush I'm doing? Or is there going to be 10? And we, we've got no indication. So it's just too unstable at this point to kind of predict your earnings across a shift. And I think for a lot of people who kind of rely on these earnings coming through and aren't doing it just as a side hustle, uh, when you can't predict your income for the week and you don't know if it's going to, if you're going to pay your bills, can't pay your bills, what have you, it, it, it puts a lot of stress on drivers as they're coming in. Um, we're, we're seeing the recruitment drive on Australia right now as well. Uh, there's, uh, I, I think best way to put it would be Australia's a new market. So we're still opening up DoorDash in new towns and new cities all around Australia. So uh, while you guys have been running for many, many years now, uh, DoorDash only kicked off in 2019 over here. Uh, so we're, we're still getting, uh, I guess, market share, people understanding what DoorDash is. If you put 100 Australians into a room and say mm-hmm. name three delivery companies, they'll say uh, Uber Eats, um, that one with the Snoop Dogg ads, yeah, well, fuck, <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know, maybe yeah. maybe Domino's Pizza. Uh, yeah. Most Australians don't know what DoorDash is. 
So yeah. we're, we're still trying to get people to understand that. For drivers, we, we want more people to use DoorDash. But if, if, they, uh, if they just don't know about us, uh, it's, it's difficult. Yeah, no, I hear that. And how long have you been in the gig economy, Chris? Yeah, I, I kicked off. Um, I, I found out about DoorDash from a friend at a barbecue. I was having a few beers, and he just finished his very first shift himself. And that was in 2021, November. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably, what, uh, 18 months, something around that now. And, yeah, uh, it was uh, very strange to us because we thought, okay, we pay $5 for a delivery. Um so I guess the drivers get paid that, or we assumed that they're all on full-time wages or part-time or casualized wages over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, gig economy, you know, are uh, being paid per contract, very, very foreign concept in Australia. So mm-hmm. uh, it throws a lot of people off when they sign up and they're like, how come I'm not getting paid $28 per hour? How come I'm getting paid $35 per hour? Right. Um, so it's a radical mind shift, uh, mind shift uh, for, for the average Australian worker. But yeah. those who can adapt to it and treat it like a hustle, uh, yeah, they, they really get amongst it and they go for it. Yeah, and I think tipping culture is different in Australia too. I would imagine. Can you can you touch on that just quickly a little bit before? I want to get your perspective on that a little bit and share it with the audience that isn't aware before I go to the other guys. Yeah, this will this will blow uh, you Americans' minds. Um, you <laughs> physically cannot tip in the customer app for DoorDash. You cannot tip as a customer. Uh, we have to rely off uh, no 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 tips. So everything, so when you see an offer, it's all base pay. All base pay, uh, nothing varies. There's no, you know, maybe higher or anything like that. It is just a, a base pay offer that comes through. Um, what's the average and, What's the average order you see on your phone? What's, what's Look, what's uh, we, it's, it's starting to race to the bottom a little bit. Um, it used to be pretty consistent. I ran a couple of hundred orders through. Um, it used to be $4 on a base plus mm-hmm. $1 per kilometer. And, and that was mm-hmm. pretty static, maybe 50 cent variance across it. Uh, but over time, they've started to drop it down. I think it was November last year. Uh, they've dropped it by, I think, 73 cents on the base pay. And now they're starting to test it a little bit lower again to, to see if drivers will take it. The thing is, so that's a, that's a it, significant they, they drop. If you, were, if you were at four bucks and let's say you're at 325, uh, that's that's a good percentage of a chunk. Well, yeah. Uh, our floor was $6.23. That was the, the, the lowest we could get offer before yeah. uh, November. Yeah. Uh, and then they dropped it down. Now five fifty is the lowest offer. And mm. we're starting to see them test with add to root orders dropping even further and further and further yeah. down now. I, yeah. I think the lowest I've seen is about four bucks. And that's well, also four- the Australian dollar too. So there's a conversion difference there. He sure. says dollar. There's the Australian dollar versus the US dollar. Yeah, yeah. So I got one more question for Chris and Ben, and I want to, well, I'm going to, I got a statement and I want to get with Parker here next. Um, we're talking about striking, you know, one in three gig workers or, or delivery drivers would say they would strike because they feel underpaid, right? Is, is striking something that is uh, in your country? Is that normal? Is it something that, that you guys as a workforce use to be heard? What, what do you guys, how, how do you, how do you guys yeah, work that out in Australia? It's, it's a red-hot topic right now. Uh, we've got the Transport Workers Union firing up. Um, so currently they're in talks with Uber and DoorDash. They're working out memorandums of understanding, trying to get essentially unionized to gig work. Um, and it is, it, is, it is building a wall between workers right now. People are saying, mm. fuck, I don't want to be an employee. No way am I going with the union. Others are saying, you know what? Um, I'm not getting paid enough, so I, I want to employ you up. Let, let's go for it. So um, when it comes to striking... Currently, yeah, there's your standard picket strikes and stuff that happen. And these are people that want to transition this across uh, into you know, a more employee-type role. So yeah. there are strikes happening, but uh, widespread, there's not. Uh, the, the, the current one they're using is the McKell Institute report. 
Um, it only came out in April, and 57% of Australian workers that responded to the survey uh, are saying that they're earning below minimum wage. And you know, that's concerning. But I, I take these reports with a grain of salt. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think there's 200,000 to 250,000 gig workers in Australia, mm-hmm. um, and that's rideshare and food delivery. Uh, but a 1,000 respondents came through, and they were all uh, kind of directed by the Transport Workers Union to respond. So um, it's mm-hmm. a very, very selection. There's a lot of selection bias has happened with these reports. And we see that across a lot of news articles as well, when they're saying everyone's underpaid. Uh, you know, may, maybe only 5% of the most disgruntled people are mm. responding to these surveys. So mm. there is strike action, but there's not really strike action. And in all fairness, as contractors over here, strikes aren't going to work if we're contractors. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, it's the same as over there, I guess. Yeah, it, it seems like there's definitely some similarities. So uh, let me get it with Parker here. Um, what do you, what do you, when you, when you hear one in three drivers would strike for higher pay, what is that? What do you, what do you think about when you hear that? I think it was probably 10 minutes ago or so you, you said, man, if only we had data. And that's mm. really the, the underlying thing for like any discussion, I think, on your channel, you know, acceptance rate, diamond zones, anything mm-hmm. you talk about, if only we had data. But similarly with this report, we have to rely on subjective information, testimonies from people, and obviously lower quality of information can be tainted by bias and those kinds of things. I do think this... Uh, the thing that came to my mind whenever I hear this is actually DoorDash's marketing strategy. I think it's very interesting. A lot of podcasts I listen to, uh, the people promote things like, oh, help your like local DoorDasher out by ordering from this local place. You're putting like money into this person's pocket, pocket directly mm-hmm. and like you're giving back to the community in that kind of sense. But it's kind of the opposite whenever you consider our perspectives, right? Whenever DoorDash hears strikes, that's the opposite of what the company hears. They, I think, try to take a lot of measures in order to prohibit dashers from communicating with each other because then these kinds of issues arise. Um, that's yeah. the first thing that came to my mind. But, yeah, go ahead. No, I think that's uh, that That makes sense. And I think for me, it's, we're talking about studies and like, and Chris kind of mentioned it as well in Australia, like where how much of a pool are they actually getting this information from? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, what does that mean? Is it yeah. disgruntled? Are they happy? Are they not? Do, do they go to a local park in a parking lot and just say, Hey, we want to ask you some questions and they throw a study out. You know, it's hard to always have real confidence when we're getting information. And that could be from w- the information we get from DoorDash or from a third party uh, uh, people that are doing a study. You never really, it's hard to know the truth because all we can know is our reality and our perspective and maybe a handful of ideas and conversations we have from local dashers. Right. But that doesn't mean that that's even the, 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 the general broad truth, because I think a lot of us have this, we come to this work and we have a very different perspective. I know Parker's work the apps in a very different way than I have, right. Nova Dasher works them in a very different way than, than most of us, the matrix might work them a little different. Right. So anytime I think we get this information and we see percentages, it's tough to know, like, where is the real truth or value within that information? Um, because this kind of work is so like, it's, sub- it's very subjective, I think. Um, but yeah. Parker, let me ask you this. I, Do you, uh, what are some of the things from when you started doing it and you put yourself through school and all that, right? To now, like, are, have you seen anything shift or change from your perspective with the gig economy? I will agree with you this week. So so just to give people context, I'm in my last year of pharmacy school. I do this very mm-hmm. part-time. For me, like the maximum is probably like 
$500 a week. Typically I'm in that like 100 to 300 range, um, just mm -hmm. to fill in the gaps. Uh, this week I've definitely seen more new people in St. Louis. I can, I can agree yeah, with you. See, there you go. I've seen, I've seen <laughs> yeah. wide eyed, wide eyed new dashers in that. And I'd have to, uh, definitely there's been just, you know, the ups and downs of like things like acceptance rate and diamond zones and that kind of thing. And, and how that has affected my personal income, um, on it. And, and this is actually, uh, I come from a, a clinical research background. I, I'm a big data guy. I love Excel more than most people probably healthily should. Um, but I, I've wondered if there's, if there's ever been any attempt to like it's it's hard to set up like these public domain databases and that kind of thing where people can enter, you know, their mileage, acceptance rate, that kind of thing, et cetera. I mean, it's it's not a hard mm. thing to set up. It's something that I've, I've considered. I don't, I don't know if anyone in your channel has ever like thought of proposing something like that before. You know, I've heard some people mention something similar. Uh, obviously, there are companies and individuals that have uh, developed apps that can obviously track this data that we input whether it is mileage and they, can, they obviously have access to the earnings if you link your accounts and how often you do it. So I think there's a lot of data out there, but I, I, I believe and I'm not saying this is true, but this my, I believe that there are certain companies. It could be like a solo, a para, a Gridwise, a Everlance, uh, a moves or all these companies, right? If, if we took the information they have, the information we give them, right? And if we if we were able to put that next to like the DoorDash analytics and what they know about us, I wonder what that would look like. Would it be similar? Would it be different? You know what I mean? And it'd be interesting to look at that like on a city to city basis and then, you know, even all the United States or globally and to include Australia and other places, you know, because I think numbers don't lie. You know, I could come on here and Parker and Chris and Nova and all these, you know, anybody else and DoorDash like people can lie. Numbers don't. Right. And as long as we know that they were coming from like a trusted source, which is still hard to think of, but I, the numbers would be interesting. So I'm with you on that. It'd, it'd be nice to get some actual numbers and kind of like see what the, I think the story would be told a lot. It'd be told clear if we had that kind of information, you know. Absolutely. Uh, the Matrix. Yeah, what do I you say, one, man? What? Oh, go ahead, Parker. One last thing. I think one thing with the, you know, it's like 479% increased searches for, for gig yeah. work or something along those lines. Definitely one thing to consider is that you, no matter what the percentage is, the demand for food delivery has definitely went up within, you know, someone who's been working five years or so. It's definitely increased since then. But have the wages dashers have been receiving, they definitely, I would say they have not combated things like inflation and increased cost of living. Um, I think there's and, no and a lot a lot of companies don't a lot of companies don't no. you know some do no. but a, a, a lot don't let me read this comment from dad dash before I get to matrix he says um and all the strike would do is make it better a better day for the dashers choosing to work out I, I think we've seen that in certain areas there's been some strikes especially with rideshare and the numbers come out and like oh I usually make 200 and that day when I struck I, I made 350 like yeah so, you know, there's going to be drivers that are going to be take advantage of that and say, I'm going to go out there and make money because there's less fishermen in my lake that day. Right. So I, I totally get that. Scabs. Matrix, Matrix, what do you, <laughs> Matrix, what do you got on your mind about these topics? I just I think the original question is kind of goofy because to strike suggests that there's some sort of union. Mm. There is no there is no union. We're, we're not part of a union. We're all on our own, butting up against each other out there trying to scratch out a living uh, there with, without a union, there's really no strike. 
Um, I mean, I guess individual, all of us individually could like get together and like text each other and say, Hey, let's not go out today. And then mm-hmm. let, you know, Tony at DoorDash know, Hey, we're staying home today. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know, man. I think the 33% is uh, probably didn't necessarily understand the question. Like, the, Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I would totally strike. Well, we can't in reality strike. There is no mm-hmm. union. There is no, uh, you know, we don't work for anybody. We're not, um, it's just not possible. It's kind of a hypothetical question, but I don't know that it could ever happen unless we all literally got together personally and said, let's just not go out on Monday. And then well, like let, that- let me ask you this matrix. Let me, let me ask you this. It, it could also have been, cause you mentioned, well, maybe they misunderstood the question or, you know, whatever. Would, would you personally, and you guys in the chat can also answer this in the chat, right? Would you personally strike for one week? not work for one week, don't get paid for one week, no earnings at all. If you, if the possibility of increased earnings for you and your fellow dashers in your, or gig economy workers in your market would go up, would you strike? Would you be willing to strike if you felt like it would make a difference? Uh, I mean, maybe that's kind of a hard thing to answer because we would never really know the answer. They, my, I mean, my thought would be that DoorDash would just open the floodgates even more for new drivers. Like, let's just replace all these guys. Hey, we have a new referral program. Complete your first 10 deliveries and we'll give you $60. And they, you know, they may take on a bunch of new drivers, scabs, as I kind of jokingly started this, to kind of fill the void. Um, I mean, if you could guarantee me, I mean, I probably would, but it would be such a up in the air question that I, I, I'm not sure – I would be able to do it for a week unless mm-hmm. I could have a guarantee, which in reality that it, it, I couldn't right. guarantee that, you know, right. You're still rolling yeah. the dice. Cause if I, if I told you guys, you know, Hey, let's, you're not going to work for a week. We're going to go on strike and you know, they're not going to be able to fulfill all the orders. They're going to see an impact in business and they're going to say, you know what? Okay, guys, listen, we're going to up your pay 15%. You're every week. You're going to earn 15% more. I think a lot of people would, if you look at the, if you did the math, you're going to come out on the higher end in just a few months, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, if there's they, no guarantee it, with that. So yeah, it's, it's a hypothetical question right. across the board, but yeah, if it, if they were going to raise the pay, but that stuff works more with like the post office system or, you know, King supers workers or Kroger's workers or grocery store workers that are all unionized. That stuff works a lot more when they, when they take a major stand that, you know, the, corporation has to say okay we've got to do something here they're serious they're not working we're losing sales so let's mm-hmm. you know meet their demands or agree to their demands but in terms of a bunch of independent contractors uh striking that's that's not, just not a a feasible situation that would it's just hard to imagine that would happen could you imagine just i guess a bunch of construction companies just all of a sudden saying we're not building houses for 2 weeks you, construction company A and B and Z and Y, we're all just going to not build houses for a month so that, you know, prices of lumber comes down. It just doesn't really work that way. We're independent contractors. We're out there on our own. We're not part of a collective uh, union that that is looking for something better. We're all just kind of mm-hmm. out there trying to trying to eat what we kill, you know? Do you think uh, clearly, at least in my opinion, from being just having a little bit of information on the history of strikes and just knowing some things that most of us already know is common knowledge. Some strikes clearly have worked in certain sectors, right? Um, Especially back if you go on 50, 60 years ago, maybe even some of the teachers, but even the teachers are underpaid and undervalued by, by, by most means. But 
Are you? Do, would you say you're complete? Like no, no striking at all, or is it just because we're ten ninety? Yeah, we're we're independent contractors. I mean, teachers are part of a union. I think mostly across the board, they work for the city or state or county or whatever. They, they're they're employees. Um, they're not ten ninety nine. You know, teachers can strike. Postal workers can strike. You know, even, you know, if all Domino's pizza delivery drivers, I don't know if they're part of a union, but if they just all wanted to strike because they're part of a company, they're a W-2 employee, I think that makes a lot more sense. I think the question posed, you know, in this Forbes article, it's not reality. Independent contractors um, striking is just not, it's not a real thing that could happen Um, unless we just all got together, like on your show. And we just said, okay, everybody in St. Louis uh, we're going to strike from, let, you know, who's with me? And you're just yeah. kind of risking yeah. it. You know, you just kind of, well, I hope Pedro doesn't go out on the Monday. I hope yeah. uh, Parker doesn't go out on the Tuesday or Chris yeah. goes out. Like, I hope they don't, you know, but they could because they're independent contractors. So, yeah. well, I will say this. While I agree with what you're saying, I, I, I do think we have seen strikes happen. So for me, it's not about our strikes happening in the economy because they are. We're seeing out in certain parts of L.A. the you know we're seeing rideshare drivers get together and go to a airport or go somewhere at an event, and we see that they hey we're not we they have signs they're picketing they're saying we want better wages we're unsafe we want safer work air, safer work environment so that to me is a strike it's just is does it have an impact? But California so are, is different because they have that uh, issue. What is it? I'm forgetting it. Have prop 22. Prop, prop 22. So yeah. they're a little bit more connected than the rest of us because they get paid by the state a certain amount. So they're a little bit closer, even though they're 1099. So I could actually see it happening more um, in a prop 20, like where they're, where they're getting a certain amount of payment from the state because then they can go out and strike almost against the state. Hey, pay us more. Uh, that, that makes a little bit more sense. But for the rest of the country that doesn't have that prop, um, it, it doesn't make as much sense. So if you're, if you're seeing the strikes in the gig economy, it would make way more sense if it was a, if it was a prop state rather than not. Mm. Uh, before Can I, I get for two to... seconds, Petra? Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, so striking, that, that, that's the foundations of unionization. Um, so that's people getting together saying we're going on strike. And I, I guess a key question that kicks off at that point, you know, if you're a contractor or uh, 1099, I think you guys call it over there, um, when you get a collective group together, um, who sets who sets the rates? Uh, who sets the the purpose of the strike? And at that point, you're just going down a union pathway. Um, so you know who's happy with 15% raise? Who's happy for 25% raise? You're going to find a variance straight away. So you're going to need key leaders within that strike movement to start to set it down. And before you know it, you're on pathway for a union. Right. And, and who's the foreman? Who's this? Exactly. Who gets elected? Like he, he, Chris makes a perfect point. Who's the foreman? Who's the who's the sub foreman? Who who? Uh, determines what the amount is. Like you said, 15%, 20%, 22%, 27%. That it's, it's just a mess that right now, the way this is structured um, to Chris's point, I, I, I just don't think it can happen realistically. Mm-hmm. I think Nova, I, I would say Nova would be somebody. He'd just be <laughs> out of Virginia. And Chris will be our international guy. You know, uh, The matrix would be the hands-on guy, you know, the facilitator of it all. Me and Parker would just stand by and just make more money. That's what that's vote that's for Pedro. <laughs> yeah. So let me uh, let me get Judge in on the conversation. So Judge, let me ask you a question. Uh, first, how long have you been in the gig economy? And second, what do you think about when you hear drivers talking about striking in the gig economy? Go ahead. 
Okay. Uh, how long have I been in the gig economy? I've been doing it for about a year and a half, almost two maybe. Do I feel the striking and stuff won't work, will work in, in the gig economy? No. I said because you're going up against a, a company that has already have been caught stealing. They manipulate the hell out of people, and they're liars. Those are three things right there that you got to watch out with scam artists that do. Talking as a former like scam artist who cleaned up his act 20 years ago. Oh, I was yeah, a master. That, that, yeah, that's a, that's a juicy, uh, juicy line you just dropped on us here. But yeah, you know, I just give an example. I twenty years ago, I I I stopped. No, it was twenty, like twenty five years ago. Just giving an example. The best scammers and the best ones are the ones who are never caught. I was never caught. The only reason that stopped me is because I had a kid on the way, and I didn't want to tell my son that I used to be a thief. That's the main reason why I stopped. So then, what after that, I went to another company, and I used my power for good. And I used to always find the thieves and all like that. And they'd be like, judge, you know, how can you walk in and within 15 minutes, you know, which people are, it is. I said, because I remember they asked me that after about seven years in. And I told them because I used to be one. Mm. And then they would say, what? And they're like, you don't have anything on your record. I said, because the good ones are never caught. I said, if you're smart enough, you won't get caught. And I mean, I, I'm that good. I mean, I've been around this space. I'm not around this sector, but I'm known on YouTube. So, you know, people have seen, and one of the things I've never been caught in is a lie. That's why they call me judge. I have no problem judging people and judging things, and I have no problem with people judging me. Mm. That's why the name was given to me. But this, it won't work with this company because this company, you've already known they've gotten caught stealing. They were stealing from drivers in the beginning. We know that already. They manipulate the hell out of you. And people say, well, how would you know that this company manipulates you, judge? Uh, they manipulate you because you see it. Every dasher's been manipulated. You're the best dasher for this job. Motherfucker, what? <laughs> I mean, that, that, no offense. If you were a female and you came to my house and I said, but you're the best female for this job tonight. And she did something with me that would be considered manipulation and I would go to jail. Sure, because you know, because you know it not to be true. That's what you're saying. Right, right, right. But you understand, right? That's yeah. it, that's it, that's exactly what this company does. Let me ask you this a question. Company, let me let me ask you a question, and I want I want to mm -hmm. go. I'm gonna ask. I want everybody else to kind of answer it, and then we'll get mm -hmm. back to the judge. No problem. Do you think DoorDash is still stealing tips in some way? Uh, yes, and I tell I could I have proof of that too. Okay, let me let me go to See Matrix. Now. Matrix, do you think do you think DoorDash is stealing tips or manipulating no. tips? Okay, what yes. about you? <laughs> I think there's too many things in the way to get a clear answer to that. I'm going to go with a, I don't know, possibly. Mm. Mm -hmm. Chris, what about you? Um, I'm just mm -hmm. going to say it would be nice to get tips in the first place. <laughs> fair, fair. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> Great totally answer. Perspective from Chris. Mm -hmm. how, about, how about you, Nova? Do you think DoorDash is stealing tips or manipulating tips? I don't think so. I think maybe in those orders where like the merchant dispatches to DoorDash, I think maybe the merchant will sometimes could keep the tip. But they, I think they, from uh, but I think from DoorDash themselves, I don't think so. Okay, I have proof of the merchant. Uh, actually, they do steal the tips. Just give an example. I'll give you even a location in store that does it. That's, they're, the, they're that's the merchant, though. Wait, clean this uh, up. Right, okay, that is a merchant. But wait, wait. Hold on, I got to say this: that in in the contract that DoorDash has as a third party delivery system with the merchants, 
Mm-hmm. DoorDash has openly admitted that they allow the merchant to do mm-hmm. with that tip how they see fit. Right. So we I, we have to say that because that's mm-hmm. not stealing on DoorDash's and that's different. So right, on a great companies doing it. But go ahead, Judge. Right. Like what you should do is this. I'm not even going to lie. Like one, one of the things I'm coming out and when you see when I start making the content, you see because we got a plenty of this. I got five of the other dashers that are helping me and they are like my wings. They chose me to be the face because they don't want to get involved and they're worried about the backlash that's going to come because I'm not going to lie. I hit hard. And I, you know, I'm not one of those ones where I don't, I'm not worried about the backlash. I have another business that, that makes my money. This, this company is a bully. And I hate to say, I love fighting bullies. There's something about that, you know, it's like that. So I'm going to just go ahead. And by the time I'm done, you're going to hate me in the beginning, but I'm going to make it better for either the company's going out of business or they're going to change your ways tremendously because I'm going to highlight so many things that we have found out in the last month and a half of activity. Like we see the diamond rewards program is a complete scam. Ooh, I would have, and to, I got listen, proof judge, of that. Judge, judge I would <laughs> have to completely disagree with you on that. Oh, okay. And I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why. I'm not going to lie. I had said this is I knew you were YouTube. I've always watched you and I watched you for years. Yeah. Just give an example. I've already done two of my constituents are already mad at me for what I did today because I was not supposed to show my face. Mm. I said, so see, the reason why, and unfortunately like this, the reason why dashers who are sitting back listening to this can't trust you, can't trust DoorDash Diaries, can't trust none of these other content creators because you know why? And it's not nothing that you did or not that you're on the payroll, but it's because you've shown your face. And what the DoorDash, what they have done is if, whoa, hmm, Pedro's a good uh, uh, person right here. Let me make sure that this dude gets special treatment on orders to make sure that he makes good content. Let me tell you. I got proof. I got proof. Wait, listen, I got you. I got another Dasher. He's got 400 orders in. Just started a new account. 99%. 99% on time rating. 4.99%. Uh, customer rating 99 99 completion rate uh, somebody's yeah 99% completion rate mm-hmm. he was getting shitty ass orders in like that like with that with it and I mean they just kept blowing him up and he's you would think 99 4.99 99% completion rate and you're getting crappy orders well, and let me I mean, tell you, let me tell you this. Where you be like, why in the world? This and I was making more money than him. Yeah, let me let me tell you this. <laughs> I have uh, I have probably if I would say out of the content creators on YouTube, mm-hmm. YouTube, mm-hmm. you know, this little community we have is actually pretty small in the grand scheme of things on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say I probably have, if not the most, mm-hmm. the top the top three negative mm-hmm. videos on DoorDash over against anybody else. Mm-hmm. I've made a lot of okay. I have a lot of negative content about DoorDash, what they do, mm-hmm, my opinions, mm-hmm, my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Just recently, it's become a little more positive, but I still throw DoorDash under the bus if I feel they do something wrong more well, than anybody. So if well, anything, I, I understand that. They, I they understand that, Pedro. Me, they wouldn't be feeding me. They wouldn't look at my channel as like a gateway of, you know, drivers should watch this guy. No, because okay. if anything, no. I teach people how to do it the right way. I don't, I don't okay, Pedro. Pedro. You know Pedro, I've been listening to you for a while, but here's a question. How many people have you stolen from? 
St- what do you mean stolen? Like how many um, people have you scammed? How ma- how much money have you stolen? Zero dollars. The hell's going Thank on? Thank you. Listen, listen, listen. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. And it's not because it's not you. I'm saying me. I did that. The best way that any company that is gonna take advantage of a group of people is to have people like you know, I would say, oh, I'd get somebody like Pedro. I know he makes content. He says some bad things about my company. But if I feed him good orders and he can say some good things, this dude used to be totally bad. That's better publicity and better than any other commercial you can run. So you think so maybe, what, oh, hold on, Judge, hold on for a second. Mm-hmm. Let me take control of this combo. Real quick. Go ahead. So what you're saying is, and anybody mm-hmm. else you guys could chime in as well. What you're Definitely. saying is because I've heard it from a few other people. Mm-hmm. What you're Definitely. saying is DoorDash looks at my channel and says, mm-hmm. We're gonna feed him through the algorithm better orders Definitely. than the average driver so that he can give us good PR. Just say yes or Definitely. no to that. Is that yes, yes that? that's what the so, whole thing is. Okay, so what mm-hmm. so why why would they still send me some ones that are really bad? Why wouldn't they just they, send me because them? otherwise it would be too obvious. I mean, maybe like I told you, I, remember I told you, I ran scams for, I stole a lot of money. And the best way, I'm, the best way that you, you want to sit here and say is that, like I said, the best ones are the people who aren't found. And well, the best I'll, way is I'll like, the, this, one I'll reason, wait, wait, I'll tell you, I'll give you the exa- perfect example. One reason why they start scanning all the drivers' faces. I said, because that, what that, what that computerized does, once they got you scanned, your face, Casey, and like that is, they can look around and they can find you on the internet. So that way, if you come out and you make a channel against this company, that's why the other four people who work with me. And when I say we work together like this, when we start to dash, we get on the phone, call the other person. That other person calls that person on three-way. That other person calls that person on three So whoever's dashing, we're always on the phone with other dashers, one for our protection, because I've been robbed dashing before. I don't know if you guys, but I've been robbed. I done got shot at. All this crap. Put it hold, on, hold, on, I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, stop. You've been shot at and you're still doing this work? What's wrong? What's I've been on? shot at oh, because I'm <laughs> not going to lie. Why would you still do this if you've been shot at? I wasn't shot at. By, okay, listen, listen. I've been shot at not as, as a from a customer. I was shot at by someone was murdered next to me at a store while we were oh, okay. dashing. That's, that's different. Let me, hold but, on. I want to get, get Chris's There was an innocent dad. There was on, a dad that got hit in that conference. Hold on, Judge. So, Chris, mm-hmm. do you guys have in Australia this, you know, because some would say, because they're saying in the chat, the judge is like conspiracy theorist, a tinfoil hat. Like, what, Chris, <laughs> what, do you, what do you say? What do you say to some of the things that he's saying that DoorDash is feeding me good orders? What do you say to that? Well, I, I get trash orders just like every other dasher. Um, and sure, like yeah, as a, a content creator, I'm not going to sit there and make a video uh, for mm-hmm. 20 minutes straight being like, oh, I've got this trash order. I've got this trash order. I've got this. It, it's not mm-hmm. watchable content. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, of course, I'm going to show good ones. It excites people up for it. Um, but, you know, I have not taken a $5.50 order, which is the new uh, the new floor they've set. I, I've done videos <laughs> saying, like, this is trash. I'm, I'm in the DoorDasher Australia groups. I say, don't accept these orders. These are crap. They're testing if we take them. Um, so I get the, the trash orders just like every other driver does, um, and I, I vocally go against it. Sure. Okay. Probably I, I, 80% of my content's positive towards DoorDash. Um, 20% gets a little bit negative here and there. But mm-hmm, I definitely, yeah. same as Pedro, I call out when I see bullshit, and I'll do a video mm-hmm. on it. Well, see, I, I just want to tell you this, too. Like you said, $5.50 order. In my neck of the woods, you can get a $1.75, $2 all day. You can't yeah, get it. I guess factor for inflation. Uh, yeah, yeah. Inflation. Oh, well, well, wait a minute. Uh, here, let me Jordan, see. I, 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 Jordan I, I, doesn't uh, send out a dollar seventy-five. Yes, they do. 
Can you show me? I don't know where you live. Matter of fact, I think I have him on my phone. This is what I'm going to do, too. When I get off of this conversation today, yeah. Pedro, I'm going to give you my personal phone number. No, no, we'll I want to see it. No, no, hold on. Stop, stop. I want to see a dollar seventy-five right now on the screen. I'll give you. I'll give you a hundred bucks. Yeah, I, uh, it's on the. I don't have no, 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 on the stop, phone stop, that I'm stop, on stop. now. I want to. Let's see it right now. Come on, dollar seventy-five. I, it's on the phone that I'm using to be on the in link. Okay, I've never seen a dollar seventy-five. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm in the northeast. I'm in the northeast Ohio area, Cleveland. You know, Cleveland suburbs. I live in a Cleveland right, suburb. I don't believe you. I'm sorry. I don't believe it. Well, well, hopefully somebody in the chat see and say. I'm pretty sure if anybody's in the Northeast Ohio, there are plenty of dollar seventy five, two dollar orders. There are plenty of them. So let me ask Parker. Parker, do you think DoorDash is feeding me good orders because I make YouTube videos? What's your thoughts on that? What do you say? No, I mean one. I, I don't know the complexity of how hard it is to single out a person and like individually cater to them and that kind of thing right now. That would have Again, to be some a, a, crazy algorithm, right? Yeah. Yep. Right. And no offense to judge, but I'm just very skeptical when someone says like objective data. Again, I well, think that none of us can provide proof of anything. Okay. Again, it relies uh, back on testimonies, which are still valid. But Okay. Well, I yeah, just want to say this, sir. I, Go ahead. No, I said, I want to say this, sir. I'm just going to show you, like, well, one of the things we've seen, and this is the reason why I got it working with my friend who's an ed- he's going to try to learn editing so we can edit this. One of the things we've seen with the Diamond Road program, it'll give you three bad orders. Now, this is in less than one minute. So you notice these all orders were all in the queue. And as soon as you don't accept it, I mean, immediately, boom, another order come in. Don't accept that. Boom, another one come in. Don't accept that. Now, this is a person with this account at the time had 86% uh, uh, acceptance rate. So you're in the top tier already. And I'll just give an example. Like I, I, I made that comment on your thing the other day. I had like 76 by that morning. By the end of the day, I was down to 50 because they blew me up with that many $2, five, seven mile orders. And it's like, there's no way in the world that you can even break even on a $2 order for seven miles. Yeah. Same thing happened to me. My, my percentage dropped 30% in four days. Right, right, right. But I, what I'm trying to say is this. And for, for, I, I love how people want to say and to say, I'm not a tinfoil at person. Like I said, I've been around YouTube for 10 plus years. You know, I'm not known in this sector as the Dasher sector, but people who know me in the other sectors know that one of the things I go, go on, I have never been caught in a lie. I, that's one of my cardinal rules. No stealing, no lying. Those are the two rules I came and I changed when I stopped stealing. No stealing and don't lie. Because a man is not worth nothing if he's a thief or a liar. I hear you. Listen, I, I, <laughs> the conversation's gone a little left, but I'm okay with that because I like the I like organically we have different uh, combos. I would little- I would love for you, Dre or a judge. Mm-hmm. I would love for you to hop off the live and give me the 175 screenshots. I'll give you a five minutes. Yeah, I can bring you back up on the screen. I would love. To okay, see I'm pretty sure I got. I'm pretty sure I got. I'm pretty sure I got yeah, one yeah. on this phone. So, Hold so on. A second. I'm gonna I'm gonna exit you. And then you come back mm-hmm. in at five, and then you, I want to see one seventy-five. I've never seen a dollar seventy-five on DoorDash. That would, mm-hmm. I want to make a Let's video. Sure I got one. So come back. Let's see. I'll show you guys those. Sound good? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm looking now. All right. Dollar seventy-five. I've never seen it. It's crazy. Okay. So Scola says uh, Dre does have a point. They could definitely send a big YouTuber like Pedro good orders. Man, I wish. Listen, y'all. I would love for DoorDash. Let me be selfish for a minute. I would love for DoorDash to send me really good orders all the time. Now, do I feel like there are times 
it feeds me good ones because my acceptance rate has been a little higher. I definitely do believe that to be true sometimes. But I'm going to be honest with y'all. If I went out tomorrow and every order was 10 bucks, I'd make a video and I'd be so happy. I'd be grinning ear to ear. I'd be like, oh, my God, guys, I don't know what's going on. And I'd make a video about that. But I don't think the DoorDash is looking at me saying we got to feed this guy orders so that the content is more favorable. I just don't believe it. I don't know. I don't know. I, that, I think it's, it's kind uh, of the problem with conspiracy theorists, Pedro, is they don't actually think about the logical, the amount of work that it would take to do the thing that they're saying is a conspiracy theory there's millions and millions and millions of dashers so they have a secret department somewhere in a back corner that is catering to youtube content providers hey here's pedro over here we're going to dedicate a whole department to change the algorithm and send pedro the good it's ridiculous i wish listen I, w- I would love to make more money but yeah, I, so I don't i mean i create <laughs> it, it, but I it wouldn't see. actually be that hard for them to change that my friend it really wouldn't um well, they, I mean, they, could, I, I, they could just give him you know increase it by 10 percent. there's a lot of things they can do to manipulate it just look what they do with new drivers you know i mean um, you know there's the top dasher program if you follow uh, that program you know it's it's been said by doordash that you will receive better offers it's kind of that planko system where it goes hmm. into the system you know the best available driver with the best stats might get the good order first and it kind of drops down the planko system we talked about this for for months now but i mean hmm. just the idea now, I don't necessarily disagree with the idea that if you badmouth a company on YouTube, DoorDash or not, but you're just constantly slamming a company or you're saying they're stealing money, that they yeah. that DoorDash might deactivate you yeah. based on bad public comments, but giving you better access to orders. Let me tell I mean, you guys I, something. So I've been trying to get under LOP for four months. I just uh, Somebody sent me a um, link to, to get on the waiting list. I've called support. So if DoorDash is, is special feeding me orders, don't you think they want me to be on the large order program when all my metrics match? Because then I'd be able to show you guys 30 40 $50 orders consistently. So I, I think you we have to also that's, – that's a fact. Like, Wouldn't I be on the large order program? Wouldn't they cater my account and give me those big, nice catering orders? I'd show them every day because I make a video every day. So logically – for anybody who thinks that they're feeding my account, it doesn't make any logical sense because I've actually called DoorDash probably 12 times in the last four months. And I'm still right. don't, you, don't you think they'd prioritize you? I've been trying to get on yeah. the LOP. I've been a top dasher. And what I've been told by support is the large order program in my market is full. And as soon as a spot becomes available, yeah. if I'm a top dasher at the time, I, I'll be considered for it. So it may be the same thing in St. Louis. It's just full. But great point by you. If, if they're shilling – you know, there's all this shilling going on. I, I should wouldn't be on the large order program. Wouldn't they give yeah. you everything yeah. you want, Pedro, since you talk nice about them? I mean, I'm just listen, so sick of that conspiracy. I want, I want, <laughs> I want them to give me all that stuff. I'm, listen, I'm greedy. I want to make more money. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want to yeah. not, you know, I'm just organically going to show you guys what I, what I get. But uh, Chris, in Australia, do yeah. you guys have some kind of catering option with DoorDash? Do you see those? How does that work over there? You, you guys are so far in advance on that kind of stuff. Uh, we okay. have no catering programs. We have no pizza programs. Um, wow. Essentially, even our, our top dasher program, like these diamond programs that you guys are talking about, yeah. we don't have that. So we have top dasher, mm-hmm. and that has dash anytime as the only perk for it. But mm-hmm. now because we've got an open schedule, um, top dasher is irrelevant. You can log in anytime you want anyway. So oh, um, wow. interesting. Yeah. So it's, you guys um, are so you guys are so new to it 
right? You're that you guys, it's like, they're almost still just testing out how your market and how you guys like to work, what you value, you know? So it's so, it's still in the infancy. It seems like. So a lot of, yeah. AB testing they're doing with us. So that they're, they're, they're open schedules and stuff like that. Yeah. Because we don't have tips coming in I, I, from what I've seen a lot, uh, 50% of what you guys are pulling in is from tips. Um, we don't have that. in Australia's just, you know, we, we do tip sometimes, but it's yeah. just not common over here. And the, the how, concept how do you get a different amount then for uh, for an offer? Why does it why does it change? Uh, it's or on distance. Changes? So we we have a base um, of you know call it depending on your area. Maybe it's two dollars or maybe it's four dollars. What whatever it might be or whatever they're testing on the day or the given week. And then um, a, a, a payment per kilometer as well. The lowest they offer us on a standard order is five fifty. The most is twenty five dollars. Um, and then any, so if you get like an 80 kilometer order, um, you shouldn't accept that, but you'll be capped at $25. You cannot wow. get any more for that. Wow. That's, that's kind of the same way with DoorDash. If you guys have done, uh, AutoZone orders, um, I've been doing a lot of those lately where you go pick up like some brake pads or whatever, and you deliver it to like a brakes plus it's all base pay. There's no tip on there. Brakes plus isn't tipping. AutoZone isn't tipping. It's just, it's a flat rate. And like he said, kilometers, here it's uh, miles, but it's just simply based on the distance and it goes up or down based on the miles. How much does one of those pay? Uh, usually 950 for five miles. Oh, that's not bad. Not bad. I'll take I've that. done a couple. I've yeah. done a couple. They're not, they're not that bad. Mm-hmm. There's not tips on them, but that's, you know, but you know what you're delivering for yeah. me. If the mileage is okay, I have like no problem doing that. And the order's always ready. It's always on the counter. hundred yeah. percent. You're not waiting for something to be cooked or the fryer's down or the milkshake machine's broken. It's just right there <laughs> on the counter. Bang. Yeah. In and out. I'd actually, I actually kind of like it. It's just like, it, it, you know, it's a five mile order. We're going to give you nine fifty. Like to me, that's fair all day long. Like, Hey, Chris, are you in more of a rural zone or are you at like a downtown metro area? Um, I'm, I'm on the Sunshine Coast in Australia. So it's kind of like a beachy bunch of suburbs all put together. Um, about an hour outside of Brisbane, which is uh, one of the capital cities. Um, so it, it goes from uh, high density, kind of high rise buildings uh, out to rural within a five minute space. So a big, um, a big zone. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, large, large zones. Like, uh, you know, you can drive for 45 minutes across from one end of a zone to another in, in one of the largest zones I, I dash in. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. So do, Man, you, I lo- so do you like it per mile then? Does it make sense for you profit wise? <clears throat> it does. Um, but the, the one, the cadence to it, I guess, is the zones and going out of zone. So if, if you go too far out of zone, um, you've got a long drive back in before you can get another offer again. And then you're just praying you're in the, the right area to be even close enough uh, to a store or a, a business that can give you an order. Because uh, if, you, if you're right on the boundary, right on the edge, um, you just don't don't get anything. If your outer zone says looking for orders coming in, I've tested it here and it, it just doesn't work. Gotcha. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Let me, I want to get, ask, I want to ask Parker real quick and then I'll get to JP. I just want to ask okay. just, just uh, as a, as a point of reference, Parker, what's your current acceptance rate in St. Louis? Hmm. I think like 52%. Let me check. That's exactly what mine is yeah. right now, actually. Uh, <laughs> really? The matrix, what's yeah, yours? It, it, Say again. What's your acceptance rate, the matrix? Uh, as of the end of today, 14%. So pretty low. Chris, What in Australia, obviously, the way you're working the app is going to be different, but what's your AR right now? Yeah, 66% right now. And that's okay. a, I feel that's a bit lower than the average Australian. Um, but mm. the guys in the middle of cities, uh, they, they drop down to like 10%. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, JP, what about you? What's your acceptance? Mine's the highest it's been in a month, and it's at 22%. Oh, interesting. What happened this month to to make it? I don't have a clue as to why, but I've been getting, because it was down to about 8 to 10% for the last 10 uh, 10 days. And I just started getting good order after good order after good order. I mean, and and I'm shooting for two bucks a mile. I'm not shooting for big numbers and yeah uh, you know i'll do an order that's as low as six dollars if it's for a couple miles but sure uh, so in in the states here me and parker have the highest acceptance rates between jp and the matrix and we're both in the same market not i'm not surprised by that but it's interesting jp i think you were going you wanted to add something to the combo before i asked about acceptance rate go ahead well i had a question for for chris on what the average wage is there in in uh in australia because that's um that's really what I look at is more how much I earn per hour. Um, yeah. Um, it's a really, really good point to raise because we're seeing so much different. Like each market is performing differently for it. We've got guys earning 40 bucks an hour in certain areas. We've got guys earning $20 an hour below minimum wage in other areas. Um, and it's hard to kind of drill down that uh, to the, I guess, the respect of when are they working? Like if people are working, you know, two o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon, uh, when no one's ordering food, lunch is done, it's not a busy time, and they're factoring that in because that's their normal working hours and it's dragging averages down. It's like, yeah, sure, okay, you're, you're earning lower than other people because of that. So it's not a set wage or anything like that. Um, but, yeah, it, it's kind of varying between 20 to 40. Highest I've earned on DoorDash per hour is about $45 an hour, which probably about, what, $35 American. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't make quite, I don't make anywhere near that kind of number with DoorDash. I, I, I look to make thirty to thirty-five dollars an hour with all the apps that I work, but DoorDash is just a filler app for me. I, you know, one hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars is about all I'm, I'm making in a week on DoorDash, but I'm making eighteen hundred on other apps. So it and. Uh, uh, and that's my, that's what I think is the problem is that DoorDash is looking for just people that wants, uh, that want to work five and six hours a week on, on the app. My active yeah. time is only yeah. probably, I don't know, two hours this week or three hours. And well, I, JP, I, there's, 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 there's room for you on DoorDash because you're filling orders. You're actually, yeah. you know, you're, you're giving, you know what I'm saying? You, you're part of that machine. Now you might be a part of a smaller cog, right? But yeah. you still, we, DoorDash still needs you. Right. So for me, it's like, yeah, do me and Parker maybe on certain weeks or the Matrix take more deliveries on DoorDash? Sure. But like you're still filling in the gaps of when we might be on a delivery and you need to be, you know, helping that marketplace deliver uh, facilitated delivery. There's value in that. And I think DoorDash knows that really well, that there's going to be drivers with 10 percent AR, drivers with 52, 66, 95 uh, Red Hat says her in the chat a minute ago, her acceptance rate is 95. So I think they know they need a balance because I think if everybody's acceptance rate was 100 percent, it would be a shit show. It just would like there wouldn't be enough money. It would it would make drivers not happy. Right. If everybody was at 100, maybe I'm wrong, but that's my opinion. And also, if everybody was at 10 percent, DoorDash would be pissed off. They, They wouldn't be they wouldn't be able to fulfill enough orders. Customers would get food late. So I think they understand. And I think we as drivers also know or at least have to understand there has to be people with different acceptance rate levels. There has to be drivers working 80 hours, 60, some working five hours a week, right? There has to be that balance in order for people to kind of use it how they want. And I think DoorDash knows that. And I think they actually do a really good job of some might call it manipulating that system. Right. But I think they, I think they know it. And I think that they just, you know, if because we don't have to schedule, 
right? Especially on Uber, because we don't have to schedule, they they have to they know that, so they know that they have to just kind of feed us all what we are willing to take in those moments. So I don't know. Pedro, Pedro, something I forgot to mention before that I think is happening real quick with uh, with DoorDash in particular is mm-hmm. that they're building their algorithm uh, based on good interactions with customers, whether it be maybe a five rating. I find myself now that I've gotten into this, I'm delivering to the same customers over and over and over every single day. Stop and pay. I got a guy I deliver to five to six times a week. He Mm -hmm. tips $6 every single time. And even if I'm five miles away from the grocery store or two miles away, they send me the order. And I get it. And then I'm like, that's my man, Ted, or whatever. I do the same shop and pays for the exact same customer. This one, Ashley, I deliver to her six times a week. It it hits my phone every single time. And I'm just starting to notice that almost every delivery I accept, I've delivered to them before. It's Mm -hmm. like the customer, like if you had a good interaction or a good experience with your driver, maybe a a five-star rating is what I would think. Mm -hmm. They start to lock onto you. Like, okay, this person has placed an order. Is the Matrix online? We're going to send it to him first. I, I think just, there could be something I, to that. I think well, there, that's there. part of the that is part of the algorithm. I mean, that is factored in there. I it, I only like I said, maybe five six hours a week, and uh, and that's total time. And I'm doing other apps at that time, so my active time is more like three hours or, or four hours, and uh, I get the same customers at least. Throughout the week, I'll I'll have at least four or five of the customers I deliver to be the same that I've done, yeah. you know, fifty other times. So Is that DoorDash or other like yeah. other apps? That's in DoorDash. I mean, and other apps, it's a lot higher than that. But uh, mm. but in uh, but I'm, but I do a lot of shopping apps now, and and I do a lot of catering apps, and it's the same same thing with with the catering and shopping. If you get a good rating from them, they're going to send it to you first because they want regardless of your acceptance rate or top dasher status correct they don't care about any of it they want you to have it because they know that the customer is happy that's about the only Mm. part of the customer rating they care about they don't care about yours mine's been a 5.0 for i don't know it's been over a year um but i don't like i said i don't do a lot of the actual doordash but it's the same on the other apps that i do and uh, but I, but I can tell you, they do. Uh, there are three restaurants in the catering app that uh, that I work most frequently, that that actually have written in to deliver that and said, please send send these to him first. And that's yeah. that, that's a wonderful way to get uh, to, to know that you're going to get thirty to forty dollars for every offer. Well, I think it makes sense that DoorDash would do that, but I also think, and I'm in, I'm in agreement with that. I think there could be some truth there, and you guys, you know, chime in at any moment. But I also I also think, at least for me, when I work, I'm out very similar times of the day, most of the, the same days of the week. Yeah. And I think when our consumers order, the ones that order often are ordering the same times of the day, same times of the week. We're mostly working in the same same zone. So Parker knows if I'm in Webster Groves. And I've seen him in Webster Groves. Parker's delivered to me, right? So if 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 I'm out on a Monday at noon and Parker or, or orders at you know twelve fifteen a lot, and I've delivered him a couple of times, it's not too much of a coincidence that I might see his order because I'm in that area. So I think it's also a mixture of that. The times that you dash, um, the area that you dash, it's not going to be uncommon to see the same consumer. I, it happens to me for sure. And I think it could also it could also obviously also be a rating thing. They gave you five stars. 
Um, they tipped you well. You know, you gave them a good rating or a thumbs up or whatever, a smiley face in the app like they used to. I think it's smart on their end to pair those consumers with drivers that had a favorable experience on both ends because that the likelihood of it being favorable again is is skyrocketed, right? Versus giving it to Parker, or maybe he's never delivered to Luis down the street, but I have 10 times. Of course I should take that order because he knows me, I know him. You know what I mean? But that's a good part of DoorDash yeah. that Uber Eats does not participate in at all. Uber Eats is all over the map. They'll send you shit from True. the edge yeah. of one city to the edge of the other city. And yeah. I got it. If they could fix their algorithm, Uber would be so much better, but they're terrible with GPS location. It sends you, send you all over the place. Oh, hey, well, I want to I welcome a guest in real quick. We got Vic the Kid in here. How you doing, man? Yo, what up? <laughs> I know you're just sitting there listening. I just, I just, I wanted to you know, at least recognize you as you came on the show. So, um, hey, hey, listening and learning. Yeah, no, we're talking about, uh, we talked about some strikes earlier. You know, 33% of drivers in a particular study said that they would strike for better pay. And now we're just kind of talking about random, just, you know, things that we do. So, yeah. One okay, of the bro. reasons oh. I, I wanted to come in here, uh, Pedro was to yeah. it was to address just that you know there's one thing that everybody could do that would not because a strike unfortunately we haven't had a strike and I don't know that we'll ever have a strike because uh-huh. uh, a strike actually means you stop working until they change and come to come to terms with you at least come to the table and negotiate and I I don't see anyone in the gig economy until the government forces them to which I hope at some point in the future they do. Um, and I'm not one for regulation. I'm, a, you know, I've been a Republican almost all my life. And, so I'm, I'm um, surprised to hear you say that, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, but well, I want, I, I want regulation, and I want a lot more regulation. Oh man, I couldn't. Yeah. Listen, I love you, JP. I, I could not idea. disagree with you more. And I know you I know, know that, but that's know, fine. Go and ahead. I, and I, listen, I'd be happy to debate that at any time in the future. Oh no, that, that could there be are a good, good show. things. Be there good are show. there are good things that come from it. However, what I was mm-hmm. going to say is one thing everybody could do right now that would be a good work slowdown. It's not going to be a a strike, but a good work slowdown is let the timer on DoorDash. If you're going to reject it, let it run its time. Let it get down to five or six seconds. Most people, and I, and I can tell you that I've always told people that I talk to, yeah, if you're going to reject it, reject it right away so you get the next one right away, right? Well, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if you really want to make something happen with the DoorDash system and get their attention is, is have a few days where everybody, you get everyone yeah. you can find to to let it run run its time. That will, and this is coming from people that were engineers at DoorDash, that would cripple their system. So because explain to us, actually like, will. In, in, a, in, a, in a minute or two, explain to us, because most of the offers that I that come in, it's like, what, 30 seconds, 35, 40? Right. If it's a stack already, sometimes it's like it gives you 70 seconds if you already have an order, right? right. Explain to me what that, we'll, we'll call it 30 seconds, 30 to 45 seconds. Explain to me what that does to the the algorithm or whatever. Well, what the what the system is doing is sending that offer. Once you hit decline, it's sending it out to the next closest dasher, next right, right. best dasher to take it. At least yeah. that's what they claim. Well, if you if there's let's say there's 25 dashers in that area right now that can take that order, if if everyone waits 30 seconds. That order could take 25 minutes before somebody actually decides to accept it. 
or 30 mm -hmm. minutes, where their average is closer to three or four minutes. Right. And, and that and, cripples the system. And that will, that will actually have an impact. It, it, and, and that will get their attention. But it, so you want to go out and make it, make it known that, you know, what, what people need to do is say to Tony Shu, hey, stop with this already. Start sending fair offers. You know, it, I, I see on, on some days, I see nothing but, but two, 250, 275 up to $5 offers. And I'm not touching them. I mean, some of them, yeah. I don't know who's doing a $2 and 75 cent offer for 10 miles. Well, I mean, let me, let crazy. me tell you this JP. You know? <laughs> what I saw this, what I saw this week in St. Louis and, and Parker mentioned this in a little while ago, he saw something similar. He saw a lot of new drivers, wide eyed drivers, red bags, like brand new bags, like in St. Louis. And this is only one, one and a half weeks. I'm seeing, significantly for me more new faces than i've ever seen and i've been seeing a little bit of a decrease in the in the volume of orders that i was getting right now there could be a lot of factors there but i think doordash ain't never gonna have to they know people are gonna take two or three dollar orders because what are these new drivers doing they turn on the app they see a two or three dollar order they think they have to take it they take it and it might well, take them several weeks or several shifts or maybe a whole day of doing 20 orders and not, not all two or three bucks, but enough of them are right. And then they, Oh, I don't have to take this except it's straight really might not matter as much. I could cherry pick a little better. Like, so I think there's so many drivers out here that are either sometimes chasing a percentage, whether they get top dasher or to stay diamond zone friendly or they're brand new and DoorDash knows it. So for as, as many of Chris's and Parker's and JP's as there are and, and kids, right. And Pedro's and the matrix, there's just as many, if not more, dashers, I think, with a higher acceptance that are taking the $3 order going a mile because they say, oh, it's three bucks a mile. Fits within my my my, mm -hmm. my 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 framework. You know, I'll take it, whatever. I'm just trying to stay busy. It's $3 I didn't have. I think a lot of drivers have that mentality more than have the mentality of us on the panel. Also, what JP said, if you let the offer expire – uh, DoorDash mm -hmm. will resend it to you yeah. if they increase mm -hmm. the base. That is true. Yeah, they, they, they actually do. Five cents, fifty yeah. cents. So I've actually, I've actually gotten closer, and the offer's been less. I've seen yes. that. Yes. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Pedro. Yeah. Pedro, you asked me to step offline and find that the cheapest one I have on this phone is two dollars. Okay, listen. I, the two dollars I've never seen dollar seventy five. So the only reason I push back uh, well, on you but, 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 is no, no, no. I have got, no problem. I'll, I'll yeah, get you. I've listen, listen, listen. We're going. I'm gonna give you my number in the back chat. Sounds good. I will sit, good. just give you an example. I can step out today and get a dollar seventy five order. I'll step listen, out tonight. Listen. Matter of fact, I, matter of fact, when I do, this is the only thing I want. I'm gonna step out tonight just to do it. I wasn't dashing tonight, but I'm gonna step out tonight. When I do, all I gotta say is. When I start the channel, I want a promotion shout out on, on the first 15 videos you do after I'll that. I'll you $100. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> that, that, that's worth a that. lot of money. That's worth a lot of money for 15 videos. I'll do you one better. Just say my if name. You, if, say you my send name. Me, if you send me a screenshot of a $1.75 offer, I'll do an entire video on that screenshot. That's what I'll do. <laughs> oh, hey, that, because I'll tell you this right now. That video, as long as you talk bad about it. A lot of views. Yeah. Listen, as long as you talk bad about it.
Oh no, I would. I would okay, cool. I, I'll, go out, look, 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 I'll go out and get you one tonight with tonight's screenshot date on it. Is, is Judge talking about Uber orders? Because I've seen Uber orders sub two dollars. No, I've seen Uber. At I'm talking DoorDash. Yeah, talking I've seen. I've seen orders dollar forty nine. Yeah, I've seen a dollar forty nine on Uber once. Right. So that, 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 was that was an ad. Kid, hold up. Kid, kid said he's seen. You seen dollar seventy five on DoorDash? Yeah, a couple times, but that was that, but that was like when I was first started dashing. Though, what market are you in? So I'm northern Northern Indiana. Okay, thank you. He's closer to so, Cleveland. But I mean, but, I, but I will say DoorDash has gotten a lot better. How many they, years ago was that? Vic? That was in 2018, 19. Okay, oh. there we go. I've got I've gotten them recently, like literally. Just give an example. I've got. Sub two dollar, two dollars order at least ten times this week. So, judge, this like, is what I, I'm, I, judge. This is what I'm asking of you, and it's up to you if you want to oblige. I, listen, I'll oblige by anything. Instead of sending me a screenshot, is there a way you can actually send me a video recording of the dollar seventy five order? Oh, I, matter of fact, I'll, matter of fact, I'll go out tonight. I'll get you a dollar. I'll get you one of them orders, and I'll screenshot the whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll film the whole. Listen, 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 I'll pick it up. Listen, I'll pick it up. And I deliver it to the customer, perfect, perfect, and I'll perfect. even talk about if he says anything. I even talk about listen, the dollar seventy five. You send me that info. I'm licking. I uh, listen. I'm licking my chops because I tell you right now, that's a ten k. That's a ten k view video for me in twenty four hours. I already know right. it. So I'm gonna, listen, I'll talk listen, all listen, the shit on DoorDash. Listen, I expect to be paid. I'm gonna go out and get it for you right now. Listen, listen. I, I, I would love to make a video on that because I have never seen anybody make a video on DoorDash content. Oh, well, just give an example. Listen, I, listen. I have an area. We we we've coming up with a term in our book and our like five dancers. We call it don't don't take orders from NREs. That's what we call it. NREs. Uh, and basically, I all I, I know where areas to go, and I'll get one tonight. You get multiple. I know I can, I can step out tonight, and I, now that is bad if you say, wow, this, this dude said, he came on here, said about this order, and then went out and got one. No, listen, he, I don't want you to have to, you don't have to prove, all I need is one, uh, and I'm not saying I believe you if you're that, but mm-hmm. all I'm saying is I've never, I haven't heard mm-hmm. of a market with the base but, but, lower than $2, but, I just haven't heard. Okay, all I'm saying is this too, and then also this is what I want to know, every time I come on, if I say something, if I, especially if I get it tonight and show you the video, you gotta say this dude is gold. Listen, the, the reason I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you all the respect. I'll shout out your channel because on DoorDash's website it says two dollars to ten dollars. Right? <laughs> so, but listen, so if you show me a single offer for a buck seventy-five, then DoorDash is lying to everybody, the shareholders, the dashers. So I gotta see this. And the kid said it was 2018. I'm talking right now on the website. It says the range is two dollars, and that's on a stack. That's the, lowest, lowest That's the lowest. So I, I definitely am ready to make a video. I will at DoorDash. I will at Tony Zhu. I have no problem doing that. But I don't think mm-hmm. I don't. I'm I'm qu- I'm still questioning that you're going to be able to provide me that. I'm not going to lie. I'm still questioning. As you it. see, I'm getting in the vehicle as we speak. <laughs> oh, not drinking wine, Judge. Oh, let me get this 175. Let me get this 175. That's funny. Oh, Lord. Hey, Pedro. Pedro, can I ask JP a question? Uh, please, go ahead. Yeah, I want to ask JP a question, too. JP. Okay. Yeah. As a lifelong Republican, what do you think about Prop 22 in California? 
Uh, I I think Prop 22 is good for uh, uh, DoorDash and food delivery, those apps. But I think it still sucks for rideshare drivers because it, it was written by the companies that it was written by the companies to benefit themselves. And they spent everyone's saying now 150, 175 million. They actually spent over 400 million dollars with the consortium. It wasn't just Uber. Uber spent 240 million Lyft was like a hundred million. I can't remember all the the, the breakouts, but they spent uh, you know almost four, almost a half a billion dollars to get California to to, to pass that of of, and, tax, of taxpayer money, correct? No, their own money. They they actually went on well, the that. They went on the state. The companies went in and spent that kind of money, and and they and all they did was. Uh, they advertise all these wonderful things because they wanted they, they were going to get destroyed by AB five, and and so they had to do something. But the way they wrote the law, it's it's lousy, really. For other than food food delivery, people can can make uh, uh, can make better money because of it. And if you don't go out and really hustle a lot, you sit around. And that's not going to happen on Uber and Lyft because of how it works. It has it's only active time, uh, but right. you can be active um, on on uh, on DoorDash and just take every offer, right? And take your time, and you can end up with. Uh, uh, but, but would you like to see something like Prop Twenty Two in your market? I mean, you, I, yeah, I, at you. I, I, yeah, I I have a full list. I've actually contacted my congressman. Um, or woman, I should say, I'm sorry, and, and both uh, U.S. senators and said, this is what I'd like. What I'd like to see is similar to what's going on in, in uh, Washington state. That's what I would like to see nationwide. I mean, it's, there should be minimums. And, 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 I, and I'm not doing it for me because I, I make good money doing this. Um, I don't, uh, and I don't need the money. It's just that simple. I'm retired. I, I've got, uh, without that, I have plenty of money coming in from from retirement social security i i just don't have to i don't have to work um but i but i i do believe that most people who work in the gig economy are going to are in for a rude awakening as we get uh as they get older and older and they go to collect social security and, and say what there's only going to be twelve hundred dollars a month i mean how are you going to live but on you, that you, um, think, you think the owners <laughs> you think the onus should be on the companies not the state or county or city to provide that base like almost like a minimum wage you think the onus is on on the companies not the state Exactly. I believe the I believe that the companies, all the companies should pay a living wage. I mean, my and, and uh, you know, I, I, well, I that wouldn't make us 1099 anymore, though. Uh, yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah, you could do the same. How? Uh, oh, there's a lot of ways to work it out. What would most likely work is the same model that they're working in Washington state and uh, and Portland, Oregon, both of those. And, and they're about to start it in Connecticut. Um, Connecticut is basing it on $36 an hour. That's going to, um, and, 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 and when you put all of the, the factors together, you'll, you, they'll actually be able to make money. Um, the biggest problem with Uber and Lyft and DoorDash and all of these companies that nobody's dealing with right now is, um, em, employee stock compensation and, and the non-cash things that they are able to take off of their, 
I don't get, get too far into it, but they, they, they can, they are not showing all of their expenses. Uber lost $9.2 billion with a B billion dollars in 2022. Yet they they got all of this wonderful press and, and at when they re, reported their year end earnings, if you look at their, and, and they say they made $600 million last year, they actually lost on cash. Not one uh, uh, 9.2 billion in total, and they paid their employees in stock compensation 1.9 billion dollars. That's uh, true. That's okay. crazy. That is that's true. That is that's literally true. ridiculous. Okay, uh, they're rewarding horrible performance, and what's happening? Well, now uh, Lyft has has kind of dropped because of dropped like a rock actually because of what was reported with the insurance. I think Uber's next. I don't think Uber's putting away, and because Uber has all these other things they can they can hide behind. I think Uber has a much bigger problem I, I think with Grub the insurance. Hub, next, yeah, I, but yeah, I, I think for for not making it or not making it, that would be true, but. All of these companies are doing things that reward. They are getting filthy rich. Their their executives and their chosen few are getting filthy rich while everybody else works their ass off. And I spent 45 years in the restaurant business. I, I had a I mean, as I as I aged, I started to believe and change my entire belief as to what we should pay because we were not paying enough. We were not paying a living wage. And and if you want people to stick around with you, you have to be able to do that. They have to know they can actually make money. And I don't think the gig economy is going to go anywhere. I think it's going to be there for a long time to come. But I think there needs to be real reform before we're going to get. Uh, and 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 the companies won't do it on their own. They'll only do it if they're forced to. Um, they, but but, it, but isn't that part of the problem though? Because. I, I hear this a lot. We we think that these companies want people to stick around for years and years and years, but that's not their goal. They don't care if we stick around or not. They just don't. Because that's the reason why they always have every year we do this same cycle over and over and over again. And then we keep telling them, hey, you know, you'll do better if you just keep the people that's on there for using these years, mm-hmm. but they keep telling us, look, we hear what you're saying, but we don't care. We just care about the bottom line. So we right. can keep throwing that in their face, but that's not their goal. And that's well, my the, problem. The, their, goal, their, goal, their goal has never been actually to, um, you know, one of the things, I, let me say this, Pedro, because since I'm going to go out and get your order, and I, and I, I know it comes off, and I come off as a simple for hat. Dude. No, listen, I, listen, I, 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 listen, but, but, I got to say but, this. I love this. This is great. This but, is but, 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 right. I, 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 look, look, bro, I, I got thick skin. I'm not worried about it. But this is one of the things I want to say. The reason why I can tell you about that, like what I said, when I was a thief, I stole like money electronically through computers. Like I said, and that's how I know what computers can do. And that's why I can tell you how the algorithm is set to cater to certain people, especially when it benefits them. Can Just I, give an let example. Me ask a question. Let me ask you a question. So earlier. Oh, no, yes, it does. Go ahead. I've, go been, ahead. I've been trying to get into the large order program and my metrics mm-hmm. all meet the criteria. I've mm-hmm. called. I've come mm-hmm. to the in-app chat. I've called again. I've done the yeah. in-app. I've called support. Mm-hmm. I'm on a waiting list. I use the link to get on the waiting list. Mm-hmm. So if DoorDash is yep. feeding my account favoritism, 
why wouldn't don't you think they'd want me to be on the larger program to show my audience? not necessarily no. okay i'm gonna tell you why uh, this is the problem listen listen i'm gonna tell you why as a person as you said this this is the problem with people like you you are an incredibly dangerous person uh, pedro because one of the things you have is morals more people with no but listen people with morals is, is like this you can't be bought so the best thing to do is to use you as I call like pay the, it was people we had when we were stealing money it was okay fine this person can't be bought because they're good but the person can be manipulated in certain ways by doing this thing I can't let them know that I know that this person can't be bought because if I came out and bought Pedro and it didn't go well, that would be career suicide. Let me tell you this. I've said this before. DoorDash, DoorDash, DoorDash could pay me. And I would admit, if, if DoorDash <laughs> wants to write me a fat check, you best goddamn believe I'm cashing that check. I'm going to make a video about it. And I'm going to send my kid to college. So. Hell yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would take, a I've already take anything they want to send me. Yeah. Okay. I've already but, said this. So What I'm trying to say is this. Is, like I said, when we was doing that, it, it was people who are, are wise, but the best thing is to do is, when people are being used and don't know they're used, those are the best people. And, and, and as, as I said, as a former, you know, bad person who turned good, I saw that. That's the reason why I'm not in a computer networking, because I saw how easy it was to manipulate and steal stuff. That's the reason why you have all these data breaches and all like that. Trust me, it's corruption all throughout that. And these, Think about it. If, if China has the most security cameras than any country in the world, and you do anything minute, and 10 minutes later, there's somebody at your door. Trust me. The, the, the computer can, oh, wait a minute. This cool. Don't always give him, you know, because why? It'll come back to bite us in the ass. I just keep looking at Chris shaking his head, saying America's <laughs> fucked. I'm so bad I'm yeah. <laughs> I mean, all you idiots just go fuck off into a ditch. I like it. Here. Think, think about it. If the president can come on TV and say there won't be a North Stream two pipeline, and then all of a sudden, a couple of days later, that thing is gone, and you guys don't think that we can—I mean, we—you don't think that DoorDash can manipulate an algorithm uh, as a company that's already manipulated people, no, already stolen they're... from people, already. <laughs> Right, right, right. So I don't think they're manipulating mine. I didn't say they couldn't. I don't think they're manipulating mine. That's my. I mean, the proof is. Look at the. This is the problem. It's like uh, trusting DoorDash with anything. I would trust a crackhead not to smoke crack tomorrow. Good. Before I trust DoorDash because it's that bad. They, the company has proven that. Judge, just oh, I, just no, no, I, I'm not gonna do it anymore. Nobody's got a gun. Well, nobody forces me. I have to say that's the sounds of a stupid person that they say that nobody's got a gun tonight. I got another job, I got another career, but I'm not gonna lie. I'm and gonna make money. Listen, I have been doing that, but the fact is, this just because remember, like I said, I fight for the little guy now. I'm not going to let people get taken advantage of. And I've seen this company taking advantage of people. And I'm fighting for that. I don't care about the money because I'm set. It's not like I'm living in a house. No offense. I'm pretty sure y'all can tell from my house. You can tell from my house that I'm not broke. Time out. 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 I want to ask Parker. As somebody that has used the apps to do what you've done. Covering his mouth because he's laughing. Do you think DoorDash has taken advantage of you, Parker? He's laughing. He can't stop. 
Hold on, let, let Parker answer the question. Sorry, Pete. Do I? Hmm. Maybe. And actually, it, this, this kind of, I'm going to try to, to wrangle this all together because we've had a lot of, we, we talked about China there for a minute, really some twists and turns <laughs> that I, I didn't expect. <laughs> all political, I, bro. I, I, have, I have my own tinfoil hat, hat theory, so let me, let me Love it. I want to hear it. Here I get hear. mine ready. I want to hear it. I, I thought for a while, you know, you talked about acceptance rate and diamond order and all this stuff. My theory is any incentive that DoorDash provides for people to have a high acceptance rate, I think has worse outcomes for dashers in low socioeconomic areas. And let me tell you my reasoning behind that. I think if people, you know, like there, but you talked about earlier, or, uh, I think Judge said he can go to a certain area right now and get a dollar seventy-five order, right? Um, there are certain areas in Webster Groves too, where you know it's like super poor income. You know, if you're going to that area, you're tip and that kind of thing. If you have dashers isolated to that area and you're encouraging them to only get a high acceptance rate and never, like, maybe they have. You're, you're you're catering to people who don't have like means of transportation. Maybe they use DoorDash as like their primary food source, or maybe the dasher themselves they can't afford to like drive the extra miles to get out of that area. They're just trying to make a quick buck in this local area that they live. And you get the, the, always the thing behind having a higher acceptance rate is you're kind of promised this better pay and that kind of thing. But if you're net, it, you're, you're just chasing something. Once you get there, there'll be a high order that kind of thing to cancel that thing out. I don't think, I think if I wouldn't have like stumbled upon this channel, like at first, you, like, you know, whenever I heard doing this, I lived on a uh, Miami street. You probably know where that is, Pedro. I, I absolutely do. Yeah. You know where Miami street is. Yeah. So oh, I would. Oh yeah. State streets. Those aren't, that's not a great area. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not good. And if I yeah. get around there, luckily, you know, I got out of that, that area and moved, but if I would have stayed around there, I think I would have just been kind of on that endless hamster wheel. Of just chasing a higher acceptance rate, trying to get it up and ever evening that out. That's the time where I think that I've been maybe taking advantage of. But other than that, I mean, honestly, I'm going to start a residency in June. And I'll, honestly, it's something I've wanted to ask the chat is I maybe it's not my goal, but I'd like to maybe get deactivated in June because I no longer plan to do this. So is there something that uh, people would want to see from someone who no longer has to rely on Ooh, this in any means. If, there, if there's pick ideas, up no, let me pick know. up a no tip order and kick the burrito <laughs> down the street. <laughs> so Parker, 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 my mind immediately went to, oh, I got to get Parker in the ride. Let's do a ride along together with your account and let's make a video. <laughs> that yes. would be fun. But yeah, I'm, I'm down. Like in June, like yeah, early yeah. June, hit me up. Yeah. We got to be safe, though. We can't do anything stupid and silly, yeah, yeah. right? Because, you know, no. we, we, and we can't be around the Miami streets because you never know what can happen over no. there. We got to go somewhere a little safer. Yeah, that's, but. that's I, not. I, I'm sorry, but I, I can't read. Is it Vic? Is that the, the guy underneath of uh, uh, or the kid uh, under Pedro? Uh, oh, there Vic, it is. Vic, 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 oh, Vic, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to answer your question, and I'm going to give a short version of this story. But when I first started doing rideshare, was 2016. I, I started in 20, late 2015, but really got into it in 2016. I bought it a, a newer uh, a newer car. It was about a year and a half old. But to make a long story short, I picked up at the Charlotte airport, and I live about uh, probably an hour and 15 minutes from that airport. I picked up 
a, a lady who turned out to be a consultant for Uber. And we then went uptown and picked up a, an executive. He was actually the number two or number three guy in charge at, at Uber at the time. Um, he was right, you know, he was, he was on the phone for part of the trip with uh, Travis, um, who is the CEO at the time, right? Um, and or Kalanick or whatever his name was, right? Make a long story short, one of the questions he asked me was, if you, wanted, if you wanted to dynamically build this Uber business, what would you do as a business person? I said, oh, that's easy. You got to take better care of your drivers. His answer was, oh, you don't understand this yet. We don't give a shit about the drivers. Okay. And I said to him, oh, I do understand. I haven't been there, but let me explain something to you. He goes, John, everybody's going to want to be an Uber driver. I said, sir, you are, you don't understand what you're saying right now. And I'll tell you in the business I was in, in the fast food industry, you want to see what happens when you continue to treat people poorly for uh, for 30 or 40 years? See yeah, you get McDonald's. You get McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King. And, and all three of them are struggling and have been. And, th- and I worked for two of those companies and was proud of what I did there. But I'm telling you, he didn't understand. And he and. And, and and to date, the best numbers that they've published is that 60 million or 60 or 70 million people have driven for Uber. Guess what? That's that th- their pool is going to eventually disappear. And that's yeah, what okay. happens. That's it, what it I was talking about. It, it, it burned that, them but, out. Yeah. And but but. Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, that was just that was what I wanted to say to you is that I, it was funny because his it, I mean, he was really saying, you just don't you, you haven't been doing this long enough. We just don't care about your drive, the drivers. And I'm like, yeah, I get to see. OK, that. <laughs> look, 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 this guy is very smart. Okay. This guy is very okay. smart. He's right. Okay. He's totally right. But 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 OK, I, I and I really want everybody to hear this. I know. Because it shows in their actions, but you guys are missing the point. You guys are missing the whole point. Is what me and Pedro, uh, I know on the last live I talked about before. Whatever they say, whatever they do, believe them. We are literally as drivers are trying to fight Goliath as if we have power to fight them. That is not how you win. Do we want to be right or do we want to win? Do we want to be right and try to somehow fight a Goliath? Or do we want to win and, and, and make money and have freedom in our lives? Win. We can. We, we, well, I we want to win. win. I want to win. Right. But I think the way you win this one, I think the way you win this one is to get the bigger Goliath that's out there. And that's called the U.S. government and, and each local government. And those those drivers are winning pretty big right now. In, in Washington, the acceptance rate on most offers is like 90 If you listen to um, Sergio and and Chris on the uh, on the rideshare guy, it's like ninety or ninety five percent acceptance rate on yeah, all the right on the right. But, but how long yeah. is that going to take? Each state is different. We're not like California and Washington. It's going to take years. And, and who has years? What, That's what my they, point. What they and here's how long it took them. It took them two years. It took them two years. Who has two years? 
Well, you're, people are suffering now. They need to find money now. They don't have two years. Well, it, it, we're, we are literally on on the brink of a recession. You think people have two years? I have God. Well, what are they good. doing better in Washington, uh, JP? What are they uh-huh. doing better in Washington versus Prop Twenty Two in California? Why is it better? Well, first, the the uh, uh, pay the pay per uh, per mile is a dollar minimum dollar thirty six, I believe, mm-hmm. and then it's sixty two cents a minute. I'm going to make that relevant for you, and, and oh, so it's why time, I've stopped. time and mile. Yes, time oh, wow. and, that's okay, that's okay. and 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 there's other benefits as well. But in in Raleigh, North Carolina, which is where I drove, where, where I did twenty thousand trips. All right, they the Pay per, per minute is 14 cents and per mile is 51 cents. Yeah, that's like three times the pay. Okay, that's so that's good. so you look at that now. And even when I drove the um, uh, select vehicle and the, and the Lyft luxury vehicle, it was still, uh, and most of the rides I got were still less than $1.36 a mile. Okay, uh, and the only place I got that kind of uh, that kind of money was in the Outer Banks, and it's very expensive in the Outer Banks. And, and people, you know, it, I made great money in the summertime working working the Outer Banks. But you got to be able is to that ride share and delivery, or is there? No, I just did business? there. I just did ride share, but okay. I did I did delivery as well. I mean, I didn't do much Uber Eats back then because they. Uh, uh, they didn't show you anything. Uh, you know, I, when they first started it, I did it, but they didn't give you any information. All they did was give you the, uh, didn't even give you the name of the restaurant, it told you where you were going to go and how far away it was. You didn't tell you any other information. And, and the first three I did were McDonald's. And, and I think I made, Ooh. I think I made $2 and 25 cents or two fifty on each one and said, yeah, this isn't worth mm. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to chime in on something real quick. And yeah. then I want, I want to get Chris back in on the combo and just, we can sure. just kind of go around. Uh, we talked about how do we win, right? I think JP's point is he wants some regulation, right? And, and Vic is saying, well, why don't we don't need regulation? We, you know, we got to win now. We got to make money now. People are, you know, and, and JP's looking like, all right, well, let's not, let's not have these companies take advantage of us. Right. And how do we get some regulation to where people are actually being treated more fairly as far as monetization? So he's referencing Seattle, Washington and various places. Right. And I think there's good points on both sides for me being the guy that has the channel and Chris has a channel and many of you other people have channels. Right. I win in trying to help people make money quicker. So people like Parker and the other, the thousands of people that have come to the app for a part-time solution to a a goal they have or a situation, they can make the money quick by some tips and tricks, some entertainment, some relatability, right? And they could like win in that way. So Parker's not stuck in the state streets in St. Louis making $4 a run, right? So the way I win is I see other people have success, and move on and do better things. And for me, that's, I think we can have more of an impact than going to a state by state regulation. That's just my opinion. But, but, but that, but that's also part of my point is because regulation takes time, time in which now we don't have. All I'm saying is I get where JPI, I understand and I get it, but we could do both. We could, we, we could, do regulation, but also understand that takes time. But what we can do right now is get people to to, to, to learn skills, find different avenues so they yeah. can have the freedom to do whatever they want. We can't yeah. just keep going to government 
every single time. We tried it that way. It doesn't work. It doesn't work in the long term. People yeah, but, need they, money they, now. But there's no other way to get it going other than through government. Yeah, it has it, to go through government. Or, or through there's a union. No and way. nobody here wants a union. But I'll tell you what. Talk to a UPS driver and see whether or not they like their, their – and they used to be just like an – just like a – uh, uh, a DoorDash or uh, Amazon or were they uh, Amazon Flex? JP at some point? They were, they, were, they, right. were they 1099? In some cases, yes, they okay. are today too. Not, but that, not but, with but, UPS, but with uh, with FedEx and and Amazon, a so, lot of them, them are 1099. But the hour, okay, the but, hour but, you pay for UPS drivers and the benefits that UPS drivers get is exceptional. Sure, yeah. it is. It's 40, they, it's it's over they got a very nice hours. benefit package. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Yeah, and, but, they but get, it, and they're driving somebody else's truck. But they have to have a CDL license and get training and go through a lot more hoops and hurdles. Back to Pedro's original point at the beginning of the show, what skills do you need to be a DoorDash driver? Nearly nothing. Skills nothing. to be a UPS driver, much higher. You have to have a CDL license. You, have uh, to you don't have to have a CDL. They're not no, you don't. Yeah, you have a CDL. Right. They don't need 26,000 pounds and over. Okay. So you need to get to a CDL. Right. Um, oh, I thought the length of the truck was okay. uh, where you had to have a CDL no, for UPS. No, no, no you, don't, you don't need a CDL. Well, it is, my, son, it is. my son works for them. But, but, a 26-foot box truck and over 26,000, I think it's 26 or 36,000 pounds, you got to have a CDL. But you don't have to have a CDL to drive for UPS. I know a lot of people don't. with UPS. But if is you this, work for UPS, you are employed by UPS. That's correct. Benefits, yeah. Uh, minimum wage, hourly pay, all of it, right? Yes. Medical, and dental. You get health. everything. And they're that's wonderful a, that's benefits. A big, that's a big difference from what we do, guys. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, I just well, want to jump in for a second, if that's okay, guys. Yeah, go, go ahead, ahead, Chris. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking a lot about legislation with this and, you know, getting your ticketing and uh, everything like that. So Australia, where this is the hot topic point right now for us, um, you know, do we unionize up? Uh, legislation is all trying to start getting pushed across to government. And I, I think the biggest concern uh, that we have with legislation over here is we just lost Deliveroo. That was our third biggest uh, food delivery company a couple of months ago. They just uprooted and fucked off from Australia. They mm-hmm. said, we're burning too much money. It's not working. There's too much competition. Uh, they can just uproot and leave like that for us. So DoorDash can do that uh, in Australia. Uber Eats can do that in Australia. Uber can do that in Australia. They can just uproot and leave um, if legislation goes unfavorably too hard to the companies now and, and this is where it gets tricky as well so there's another edge i guess to if you think of a seesaw or a bit of a fulcrum happening so if we legislate everything up uh, drivers get really great pay so like we are talking about fedex and ups drivers getting good wages good salaries everything's locked in great benefits um that that flexibility that uh, available driver pool they, they can't have everyone sitting there on you know full-time hours anymore part-time hours or anything like that they got to start cutting back the driver pool so exactly. the question comes down to, are you going to be deactivated? Uh, are you the lucky one who gets to keep your gig? That's it. That's what I said in the video I made the other day. It's yeah. more restrictions. Yeah, it's got to be more restricted. And, and <clears throat> it would be more restrictive on the company, I agree. But it would be uh, like in, in Australia, you already have that. You, you're, they, they're required to pay, isn't it 21 something an hour? Um, 2138. Yeah. That's minimum yeah. wage. Yeah. That's minimum wage. And they see, and, and those are the kinds of, now, honestly, now, you know, not, the, not the people that know me, the people, yeah, to drive, to do anything, they, it's 21, you get, get 21 an 50 an hour to drive for DoorDash plus 
No, no, no. We're on contracts no, 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 over no. here. Uh, we don't even have earned by time over here. Okay. I just wanted to clarify that. You do yeah. not, as a DoorDash driver in Australia, get some sort of mini-wage. Correct. There's, okay. And there's no adjustments up like what happens in California or anything like that. It's just the offer that comes in. Right. Mm. Okay. No tips, just base pay. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you guys have got a pretty lucky right now. I'm hearing yeah, all well, that's what I, Listen, I was just going to say, <laughs> we, we complain and bitch and moan, and I do a lot of it. Right? I cry. Like I, I'm like, come on. And look at this. Look at Chris. Look, 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 guys, would we rather how, have it how we have it now, or how how it is in Australia? You guys, Chris's face looks happy, so I think I'd rather be him. Well, but his life looks like a happy bloke us. all day. <laughs> this this smile would go bigger if I got a tip. There you go. <laughs> That's true. I, well, I, well, but my whole thing is like, look, every country is different. America is different than every yeah. other country. Here in America. We thrive on flexibility. We thrive on freedom. We, we love remote work. It, 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 it's the way the market is right now. And to try to restrict that with regulation overall within the entire country is, is not going to be good. You honestly think that let's, let's just say that passes. Let's just say all 50 countries or all 50 states do government regulation uh, you're you're a part of DoorDash. You really honestly think that the amount of drivers are going to stay the same? It's going to drop dr- dramatically. They're going to say the customer service would be fa- would be would take a hit in about six months time. Less people would order from DoorDash. That's exactly what all I happen. can report is that has not happened. That is not the case in California. It's not the case in Washington State. It's not the case in it's not the case in Illinois, and it's not the case in. In, uh, actually, uh, in in Oregon, what there, do they have in are, Illinois, JP? What's actually the people I are ordering know, more on DoorDash. I don't know what the what the what the legislation is, uh-huh. but but their numbers have continued to grow, and mm. there have been regulations in cities like Chicago for okay. several years. Okay? okay, and that and that hasn't been the case. My point is, I, I listen. I, I <laughs> the people who know me will say. What is John Loss? He's he's gone senile. Okay, he's got an Alzheimer's or something. Okay, it's, it's, what is like they're know, gonna they probably call you like what, what happened I'm, to the know, Republican? Is he a socialist? Yeah, not what happened? To, you know what happened here? I, all I'm saying is I I unfortunately see what's happening with this group of people that believe they have created a technology company. They haven't done anything. There's when you look at flexibility. If you need this to go out and make money, you really don't have much flexibility here either anymore. You have right to about that. when the business when the business is there, you got to go out, okay? And and that's the way it's always been. With I think that's a, I think that's a really good point for yeah. uh, the majority of drivers. Yes, yeah. I do. But I what, but what Vic the kid just said, he was pissed off, and Chris is saying in Australia, he targets about forty dollars Australian, you know, maybe thirty five American, and that's just what he goes for. So Chris is doing this without customer tips. Just all base pay by the merchants, and he's targeting $45, $40 an hour, which to us would be about $30, $35 an hour. So what's the difference there? He goes out. He works however many hours. He just gets base pay, and he makes a good hourly wage. What what's the difference there, Chris? Well, I'm trying to um, figure it out uh, to an extent. So, there's if you think of a, a triangle, you've got the merchant, you've got the customer, and you've got the driver, and something's got to give on the the pay factors. There is is the customer paying more in Australia than they are in America? Uh, is the merchant's percentage uh, about thirty percent? I think it is in a, in Australia right now that they're losing the DoorDash. Um, are they taking a different hit across in America? Um, or is the driver getting paid lower and DoorDash makes their money that way? 
Um, so there's got to be something that gives or something that's adding in there uh, because we're sustaining without tips. Um, it's sure, nationwide. Sure nationwide, yeah. right? Do you have any mates that are like on the other coast that have a different experience or a different oh, pretty... plan? New Zealand? No. Is New Zealand different? New Zealand is uh, relatively same pay structure to us. I don't know if they've got tips on. Um, Japan is a completely different stratosphere. I have no idea what's going on over in Japan right now, uh, but they're up and running with DoorDash. Um, but New Zealand seems very similar. They're, they're on the payment per kilometer uh, and also base pay. I, I don't know if they have tips or not, but I, I would not be surprised if they had no tips as well because uh, New Zealand's not really a, a tip-based uh, country. How many, how many deliveries will you do in an hour? Uh, yeah, and this is probably a different thing as well. So um, uh, I see Pedro's holding up three, four. Three. I'd I be lucky three. to get 2.5. Oh, uh, wow. 2.5. Really? Yeah, I get four or five. So you're getting $20 a delivery then or somewhere yeah. in that neighborhood. Yeah, that, yeah. You see, that's a big difference between that sounds there like and here. a good goddamn oh. system to me. Yeah, it does. <laughs> if it's, and if what it's I, much, maybe that goes um, to like what JP's trying to say here. Like, if there was like more of like a, let's not worry about the tips. Let's not worry about this. Let's get some regulation in or some kind of standard or whatever word and, we want to use. I, I make I'm my honest. money on tips. I just looked it up, and and I made this week in the in in the three apps that I looked at, I made forty uh, percent more in tips than what the app. And one of them, I made, oh, absolutely. I made, I, I made. Uh, uh, only a hundred dollars by what the app paid me, but but I made almost five on uh, when they added in the tips. Uh, you know, it's it's really simple. Um, it, it, I I I I have figured out how to make that. And and to and to your point, Vic, I want to share. I share that with everybody that I talk to and everybody I meet. But I I got to tell you, a lot of people say, well. But look at that. You have a you have an 18 percent acceptance rate. I could never do that. That's just poor customer service. But I don't know. Your customer ratings, 4.7. Mine's 5.0. I, I, don't, I don't know where you're coming off with. I'm not these customers that, that tip that don't tip. They're not my customer. But here in America, <laughs> we have Pedro. Pedro. Hold what? on, guys. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. I, I, I do understand. I, I don't understand exactly what what are what would you like to see happen right now? I I, I mean, how would you handle that? Because I I I'm I'm all ears. I I don't know. Other than what I've said, I don't know what else to do. Um, can, can I throw well, something I, out there just to I guess maybe stir the, the pot up a little bit? Um, so you guys are tip relying on it. So the the base delivery fee or like the the fare that the customer's paying for the delivery, if they doubled or tripled that. DoorDash double or triple that? Would you be so concerned about tips anymore? No, if I couldn't see that a tip, that a customer like like I'm petty like Pedro. If I could not see that a customer didn't tip me at all or wanted to tip me but couldn't because of government regulations, if it was just hey, here's a delivery, it's ten dollars, it's eight kilometers, that's it. You just you do it or not. If I didn't see the customer tip as part of the equation at all, I would be I would feel much better about that. Like I'm just now going to do like a widget job. I don't think the customer's petty, cheap, or rich. I have no uh, preconceived notion about the customer. I would feel way better about that. You know what I mean? But where's, but where's the money going to come from? Do- DoorDash. No, it's going to come from the customer. Yeah, exactly. No, they're already charging. What, well, what, it depends what on the structure in Australia. We don't. Know well, hold on, hold on. Yeah. So, so it depends on. There are times, and I want. I want to say hi to drive driving with Ty. Everybody say hi. He's down at the bottom. There you go. Hey, what up, Ty? What's going on? 
I, I, what's up, man? Good to have you here. I think that we have to realize, let's say tips went away because I've thought about this. OK, let's say tips weren't an option. The customer didn't have to leave a tip. We didn't have to worry about it. So all we're worried about is face value mileage. OK, forget a tip for a second. Australia, they don't do it. Right. And Chris might get a cash tip every once in a while. Right. But yeah. it's probably pretty rare. Right. So yeah. let's say we just, you know, the, the customer is going to pay the, 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 the wage. And what they'll do is on some of these McDonald's and various other merchants, even some mom and pops, the delivery fee could be a dollar. It could be zero, two dollars, very small, right? Very small. It could be very, and other times it's, I've seen it eight ninety nine, ten ninety nine. Like I've seen it kind of high. So if they just went away from the tip thing and DoorDash decided to pay us just from them, they're just going to roll that price to the consumer and every yeah, delivery just, will be a delivery fee of let's say 12 bucks. And if you're really far away, they get more. And then they'll give us a cut of that. And sometimes it'll work in our favor. Sometimes it won't. But the consumer is always going to pay. DoorDash isn't going to say, hey, guys, let's go ahead and make uh, $50 million less this quarter. And let's give that to the dashers across America. They're never going to do that. They're going to say, okay, the consumer is going to have to pay more. And most consumers are probably just maybe pay it. A lot of them won't because, hey, now I can't afford it. Now that Chipotle bowl, instead of it being $25 with a tip, it's 35 I cannot justify a $35 Chipotle bowl, right? So, Chris, I, you know, the customer is always going to pay. Like, does Chris have any actual proof that they charge customers more per uh, kilometers? Or do you have any idea where the fees and charges come from? From the customer? From, 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 from the actual it it, it comes it comes it comes from the actual menu. I've had situation with with restaurants where they'll have an item for like eleven ninety nine, uh, uh, for them, but then they'll go on DoorDash and it'll be like seventeen ninety nine. I mean, it, yeah. it the 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 money's the money's got to come from somewhere. That's the problem I have with it. People think the the that DoorDash is just gonna just you you think DoorDash is just gonna just take that hit. No, they're going to take the buck somewhere else. Somebody's going to have to pay that. That's right true. now they're already doing that. that but, they're, what they're doing is they're keeping it for themselves and for their select few that they're divvying it up with. And if you look at what they get paid, and, and it's a problem, and it's going to continue to be a problem if, if it doesn't get uh, fixed here, because that, that money should be passed along to the you know to to the driver and to other people that are actually out doing the work but instead these folks are just doing it within their small circles of people and they're making tons of money they're becoming multimillionaires working for these companies and, and so, they're not so a technology they, company they're not i mean if technology companies a company like apple or no, google they make something you know and they and they sell something of value uh, these companies are just they're a broker they're taking and bringing together uh, a restaurant, a customer, and a driver, and 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 then they're taking a thir- they're taking thirty percent on average for the yeah. mom and pops. If it's a chain restaurant like I dealt with, we were getting fifteen percent less. But the mom and pops yeah, are but, thirty, yeah. But that's, they, that's and, something and, we don't we don't talk about enough. I, but I the customer paid it. Months. It was not marked up. It was marked right. up thirteen fourteen percent to the to the to the consumer. And the what consumer the, always pays. And um, what DoorDash charges the restaurant? What you just said. The, the average in my market is 30%. So if somebody places a sushi order for $100, the restaurant you know gets the $100 order, they're only getting $70 for that order. They're paying DoorDash $30 for that sushi order. 
and that's just on the merchant side. We talk about this. Pedro and I have talked about this all the time on these lives. The amount of money they get from the merchant is unbelievable. And then they turn around and pay, you know, a low wage. Yeah, yeah they're going to pass the additional costs probably onto the customer. But that's why I asked Chris if he knew in Australia if the merchant paid that uh, per mile or if DoorDash paid it, if he actually had information. Australia is a test market, he said. Maybe they're testing a new model. Well, they, they do have the, the um, DoorDash, I think it's DoorDash Drive, um, which is where they can integrate into their apps um, or websites for businesses. And that's mm-hmm. got a, a fixed rate. I think it's $9 something. It's got a kilometer limit on it. I can't remember off the top of my head. So that that is a fixed rate, some that um, restaurants would uh, incur the cost for, but they'd probably change their delivery fee on the website to counteract, uh, counteract it out. Um, but when it comes down to... From the from the app itself, I don't think the the merchants are paying delivery fees out of that. Customers are getting charged delivery fees, service fees, GST tax on top of that, um, and then the restaurants getting hammered off their thirty percent fee or fifteen percent on the chain, as uh, JP was saying before. Yeah, and if it's and if it's if you as a restaurateur, I'll tell you that if I mark it up 14 percent, and mm-hmm. and I have to pay DoorDash fifteen percent, it's not costing me anything. It's the customer is paying. I was just going to say that it's a good yeah. point, JP. That's yeah. why the prices and, and, are inflated. Like kids, exactly. Like Vic was and saying, I, you know, I have an example. I have a restaurant I go to all the time, Vic. That um, uh, and I, I won't place the order on either online on theirs because it's fifteen ninety nine. What I get, it's a sushi place, right? Um, but they have a, a hibachi grill there, and it's wonderful food, right? And the plate that I get is fifteen ninety nine. If I order it on their app, on the restaurant's app. It's eighteen ninety nine. Order it on DoorDash. It's twenty ninety nine. And I asked him. I said, "Why is it more for me to place the order in advance? Oh, because we have to have a computer and all the rest of the stuff to maintain yeah. it and what have you." And yeah. I'm like, "Okay." I I look at it like this. As a restaurant person, I'd say, you know, I don't have to have somebody there taking your order, taking your money. I don't have to do any of that. It's just easier, mm-hmm. and I know it's going to be right because you put the order in and That's placed it. I gonna say they don't have to pay anybody right. anything extra, but they but the, but they're so the restaurants are doing the same thing, and I I get it. It's but it is uh, you know what, in this you know industry. That, you know when that started, JP? When the pandemic started, yep. restaurants had yeah. no other way to deliver food to customers. All yeah. the in lobbies were closed. All the restaurants. So if you wanted to stay alive and adapt, hell yeah, you're gonna pay thirty percent to DoorDash. Yeah. It's a full streamlined service. Yeah. That's why I'm. That's why I'm trying to. That's why, but that's why I'm trying to say this is this is a luxury streamlined service. Yes, that, sir. that 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 if they want if they want the more people ordering from their restaurant, that's what they pick. DoorDash is a for profit company. They're there to make money, and if they have to streamline that to the restaurant and and. and and up the price on customers, that's what they got to do. But DoorDash that's, that's that opening during the pandemic when all the lobbies and in, in, in uh, restaurant eating closed, DoorDash saw the opportunity and said, hey, Applebee's, what about 30% to get your food to customers? Yep, we'll pay it. Well, our, our you, food you think you, 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 we'll pay it. 
without DoorDash and Uber, I, I would say a lot of restaurants and a lot of mom and pop restaurants would have gone out of business. They, even they more than they wouldn't even already be here. here. No, they wouldn't right. even be here you're right, right now. You're absolutely right. And they, but they saw but, that, but, and and they they saw that and took advantage of it and said. They thirty uh, percent is freaking high, man. That that is in the restaurant business. Pedro knows this. A thirty percent cut on your entire margin. Oh, it's, it's it is. High. But we have to understand. Doordash Doordash solved the problem. No, they yeah, solved the solution. Thank you. They solved the issue. And, and the issue is, and this is the issue. And maybe it's like this in Australia. I don't know. The issue is, we like to eat in America, and we're lazy. Okay, and, and we want things fast. Fast. We want information fast. We want like food couch. fast. We we want love our ten tons of barbecue sauce. We love baby. it. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I order on DoorDash. Like I, I want my stuff. I want it as fast as I can get it, and I don't usually mind paying a premium for it because it's convenience. And DoorDash saw that opportunity. They ran with it, and and mo- a lot of businesses I think were able to stay afloat, right? And 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 even also broaden their horizon of consumer base because now consumers oh my god i didn't know about this awesome sushi place well now i know about it so and a a lot of a lot of restaurants actually benefited not all but a lot i think the majority have benefited from having the third party delivery app as an option to facilitate their business and as a good business owner operator running a restaurant yeah i'm gonna have to now charge 18.99 18.99 for that sushi plate versus 15.99, right? And that's yeah. just the cost of doing business. And some consumers will like it, some won't. But at that time, the problem was people were either told or didn't want to go out in the general public, so they we had to bring them stuff. Yeah, there people, was, people got it. We were told yeah. not to go outdoors. Yeah, and think about Instacart. Those guys were making a killing doing Instacart yeah, because people were. didn't want to go shopping. God, I wish yeah. I had back then. My right. restaurant so got closed down. They solved like, the problem. They 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 solved the problem, and it was a major problem at the time for you know basically almost two years right um but it was a big a huge problem for like nine months i'd say like where people were just like i'm not going anywhere i'm staying home i'm not doing this i'm not doing that and people were getting money from the government and sitting at home ordering food like we this happened guys like right so yeah we DoorDash saw that okay well people still got to eat how do we how do we ramp up our operations and invest billions of dollars into getting new drivers marketing promotion uh, algorithm support staff uh you know all these people right and you know that, that that's what happened and it's crazy it, hey, they wouldn't hey, be Joe, where they're ask, at without the pandemic for sure can i ask but, you a quick question yeah can we go to uh driving with ty please let's go <laughs> let's go brother just wait to, to chime in uh did you have a question for me or uh, no, no, no. I want. Okay, I want so, listen. Okay. You're hearing what we're saying, so the, the floor. Yeah. Is so I, I got I got a couple of things to say. We gonna start with uh with Judge. Now you might not want to hear this. Nobody might not want to hear this on his laugh, but he is right. Um, okay. I don't have a screenshot with you because I don't pay them no attention when they come to my phone when I do DoorDash on my channel. If some people watching on here, I'm a multi apper basically. But I have seen what market one are you in? Uh, DC. You're in DC, I've never heard it, of this before. In, yeah, in DC, dollar seventy five. Um, one fifty dollar seventy five. I just uh, basically wow. like as I was sitting down listening to him at first, I'm like, maybe he's confusing it with Uber East. But then I remember a PetSmart stack order. It usually comes on the stack orders, and I seen a couple of people in your comments say 
Yeah, I got a dollar fifty, dollar seventy five on stack orders. So oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause for a second. Hold up. Okay. Are you talking? Because I've seen a Pet Smart, and it's like eight runs, and it's paying mm-hmm. ten, 10 bucks. Are you talking, talking about those? Talking, talking about. I'm in the store, going in the store for one run, right? And this, okay. I'm mean, just using Passmark for example, but yeah. I remember that. I remember it. Um, you know, I remember it's down the street from my house. I go in there for one order, then they try to stack it, and it went up. The, the, the order that I went in there for was uh, seven fifty, and next thing you know, they try to stack it with something else, and it just went up eight dollars. I mean, not eight dollars. It went to eight dollars, basically, from seven seven fifty. So hold on. So if you on a seven fifty and you accept the seven fifty, and you're telling excuse me, me that excuse me, not not eight dollars. Excuse me, nine dollars. It went up. It went up. Okay. Um, nine dollars. So it went up nine dollars. You accepted the seven fifty, and then uh-huh. you're, in, you're in the store. You're driving, and yeah. the next thing that hits your phone is a plus one fifty add to route. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, and that's, so, door, and that, and that's on DoorDash, not on uh, not on Uber, right? Nah, it's not on. It's not, it's not on. So we all know Uber throws the one fifties in there. I'm yeah. talking DoorDash stack order. Judge hit it on the note. I mean, he he probably not gonna be able to find one tonight because I usually see him <laughs> on stack orders. Yeah. Let me say that. So, and I'm I'm not. So, I've been doing so, this for. Seven years, guys. Just not door dash. I'm not just coming over here, you know, just hop door here. I got so here. So here's a yeah. scenario. Hear me out. My base pay in my market is 250 for a right. single order. So, but if I get a double, like you just said, if I get a stack mm-hmm. order, the base pay on both of those orders is two dollars. It drops 50 cents. Yeah, mine too. So yeah. I'm wondering in your market, yeah, is there a chance that yeah. your base is two dollars? But mm. if you get a stack, Bingo. the base on both orders drops to one fifty. That's it, right there. That's it. Am I correct, Ty? Could that be? Could that be the deal? I, yeah. I don't. I don't know. The, I don't know the details within the app. I just. I just hopped on. You know, there could, be, there could be a little caveat in the DoorDash uh, contract terms that says the base is two dollars, but if mm-hmm. it's stack. Goes could then, because yeah. we all know when we get a stack from DoorDash, the base drops on both orders, unless yeah. it's an add-on. But if you get a double presented to you, so I'm wondering, right. Pedro, if these guys might not be onto something that in their market the base is two dollars, yeah, get a stack well, one fifty base on. I, I can throw something in here. Um, so add to root orders in Australia, stacked orders in Australia. Our, our floor standalone offer five fifty. That's as low as they can give it to us. Add to Russo, drop below that 550. So yeah, if they've see, got a similar yeah. engineering thing happening there, yeah, we, we have the same well, thing here. We have, a, we have a restaurant here. Yeah. Uh, like, we have a restaurant here. Like matter of fact, I'm sitting in the parking lot right now for it now. It's actually known. They actually even turned this to a hub at one time. Just give an example. The parking lot to this restaurant where you see I'm standing right now is a gas station. You wouldn't believe. As you see, I know the guy here. Like, I can walk in here. He'll tell you. He knows I'm a dasher here. Like, if I walk in here, watch you guys. You see, I'm on the spot right now. He's going to say, what you got? As soon as I walk in the no, door. I'm going to – hold on. So I'm going to put you on a big screen, all right? Hold up. Mm-hmm. Right. Hold on a second. I yeah. think I can you're really looking for that $1.75. No, 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 this is the problem. I hate to say I got a personal preference. I don't like, – remember, like I said, is I don't lie no more. So when a person thinks I'm lying, it kind of burns me up. Judge, judge, let me ask you, is the base in your market $2? And if you get offered a double, 
Does the base? Hey, man. Uh, no, no. Has it been slow today? Yeah. Yeah, slow? All right. All right. Like, if you see, if you see, as soon as I walk in, hey, yes, boss, if you know me, because I come here that much. But, yes, you will get plenty of orders out of this place here under $2, and they'll be single. Because I ain't going to lie. I, this, I'm not going to lie. I'm in, listen, single, single orders. I'm not going to lie. I am close to, very close to the hood. Like, you can get, I ain't going to lie, they projects down there, projects all, like, full of projects, like, everywhere. And if you see for every, matter of fact, just to give an example, if you look at this store real closely, this store was actually featured on First, first 48. Mm. So, just give an example, look up First 48 right. Cleveland right. episodes, this store was featured. Listen, I gotta say something. I gotta say something. I gotta say something. Judge, you can hear me, right? Yeah, you good? Yes, I can. Listen, I didn't like you at first, but I like you now, my friend. You earn my respect. You're out there in your car. Listen, I don't want you to think I thought you was lying. Well, no, no, wait wait a minute. It gets even worse. You know why? Listen, listen. Listen, listen. I know we cool, we cool, but I want to tell you something else that just happened. Now, do you realize? We got multiple accounts. We, I went to log into one of the accounts. One of the accounts is blocked tonight. Now, what's the chances of that happening as soon as I get on here and find out this? Uh, See, yeah. I want. Don't make me take it back, Judge. Don't make me take it back. Oh, man. Don't closely. You shouldn't be admitting to multiple accounts because that's a good What Judge just said is the DoorDash, the DoorDash people are in the offices right now in San Francisco watching me. <laughs> I, I just I just know of a driver that was blocked tonight, you know. Yeah. I just thought it was awfully funny. But well, listen, did I think I think, judge, I think what the matrix her? said is is right. It could be right because my base pace the, the lowest I would see is two twenty five, but if I get an add on route, I've seen two dollars. And if you get a stack, you know, they it goes down twenty five cents. So in your guys' market, they could be paying you the minimum of what the website's saying, which is two dollars. And then if it's a stack, then obviously it's going to go from 175 and the way they're getting around it is, well, we're offering you more money in a different kind of ad route stackable way. Yeah. Right? So I think that's that gotta that's, that's got to be it. That, that, that would logically that would make sense. I mean, but, you know, yeah. here's my thing. Uh, when those come in, because I see there's a lot of arguments about these low paying orders. When they come in, guys, I make go check out my channel. I make. I could hit 2,000. I'd be hit 2,000 almost every week on my channel. Proof. Uh, oh, shit. Sorry. Hold on. Because I, I, I disregard those orders that come in. We do a lot of arguing about these low pan orders. Why not just disregard those orders that come in? Like, like the guy just say, that's Goliath y'all trying to go against right there, right? Yeah, it's going to take two, three years, but when y'all get what y'all want, like like for example, Uber just implemented um, instead of you doing your ride challenges to get your bonuses now, now they want you to hit $600 or $700 and they give you uh, a ride challenge or ride challenge money on top of that because drivers was complaining about doing the trips for the bonus money. So now they're like, alright, well look, now you gotta hit this dollar amount to get some extra money. So at the end of the day, every time drivers complain on any app, they, they it seems like they do punishment tactics. Okay, well we're gonna do something more stupider. So you know that's I never seen an app get get better. Pedro, I was beefing with you for a second nah. because you was like doing that get better. I'm not gonna lie, I was beefing with you for a second. 
And me, you know, I've been in this gig economy thing for seven years, guys. Tax time, I don't care what happened is point pickup, Instacart, roadie is going to get better tax time. Point blank period. Hey Ty, are you part yes. of Judge's crew? You oh, thanks like for four or five guys. No, he's not. That, I don't know. That judge crew, the, the, the boy, he was cooking. He was he was spitting facts. No, and full disclosure. Are you are you part of his crew? Like the four or five guys? He got to no? no. Oh, he's not on Cleveland. The, the Phantom Troop. Cleveland. I don't know. I don't know enough about the crew. Okay. I don't know enough about the Phantom Troop he got over there, but uh, <laughs> it's just, the reason, listen, listen, I'm not, listen. I know. I know it sounds all funny and this and this. Like I said, I'm not known in this sector. But right. just give an example. Man, look. Once people come out, like you do any research and find out who I am, people will tell you I've been I've been on many panels like this, and like I've had older people even say. If there was two people that came out and said, they said something in a lie, and he said, I had to vouch on it. If I had to ask two people, I would be one of them. And they said, because one of the things is this, I strive on not telling a lie, and I've admitted to so, so many things that most people wouldn't admit to, that you yeah. say, you, this dude would not, I mean, like, literally, I would admit to, if I did, hey, man, I did that. It's just what it is. I mean, I'll take the L that go along with it. I mean, it's okay, no well, problem we, with we, that. We did but, the research when I said to Pedro, whatever your whatever your minimum base is right. in the market, you it could get lowered theoretically by fifty cents if you got a double. So that's definitely. Like, well, de- definitely, but I hate to say something. They do a lot of one seventy five from that restaurant there. But you know, one of the things they do here in this area is a lot of this. Like, what well, this is what they've been doing lately. What we're gonna uh, talk about normally. I live in uh, a suburb of Cleveland. Now, the bad thing about the suburb of Cleveland that I live in is it shares, it shares the zone with the worst, was voted one of the worst cities in, in, uh, in the United States, East Cleveland. That's where they, like, if you heard, I'm pretty sure you probably heard them on the news. You got like 40 cops that's been arrested in East Cleveland. So that goes to show, like, literally, they don't have, like, even the police will beat you up and rob you there. So what they've been doing lately is pushing the drivers to go further and further into East Cleveland. Like, I'm, I'm going to pull up to another spot because we're doing a video on that who, in a couple of weeks. Who, You'll see. Who is pushing you to go further and further? Because well, the DoorDash is. Because oh, this is what this is what listen, I'm going to tell you how they do it. That's because if they keep sending you orders for the same restaurant and keep lowering your position, that's manipulating you to go there. Otherwise, you're going to get penalized with a lower acceptance rate. Don't so, go there, Let me hop in this. Let me hop in this. Let me hop in this right quick. Yeah. You don't have to go there. Nobody's pushing you. Yeah. Hold on, guys. Let's get, let's get Ty. I want to hear Ty. If you're being penalized for not going, then it is. You, there is are forcing you to go there. How let me let me ask let me ask Ty this question though. Because they lower your acceptance rate. That doesn't penalize you. I've had a zero acceptance rate. Doesn't penalize me. Oh, okay. deactivate so, you for having a zero acceptance rate. Pedro has had okay. one before. Pedro, go ahead and talk to him, please. I want to hear Ty's uh, perspective. He wants to chime yeah, in. Yeah, so I just heard somebody say treating it like a job now. If you, if you like getting, if you get manipulated by the zero percent, I know a lot of drivers down in the DMV, Nova Dasher, sorry to put you out there like that, but uh, his acceptance rating is worse than mine's, and uh, he gets good orders every day. You know what I'm saying? He gets good Dang. orders every day. D.C., Maryland, Virginia, 
it it wasn't when everybody was talking about that top dash or stuff. It wasn't. It was rare. It was like seeing a rare Pokemon down here if you, <laughs> if you ran into a top dasher. So I, I feel as though it's a lot of drivers on any app. Whatever app is your choice, uh, you know, they throw these little incentives out here. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. If you do keep your rating above 70%, you get A, B, C, and D. Like I said, I've been doing this for seven years, guys. I, I mean, I'm really on the top of any app. I mean, I'm a platinum driver on Lyft. Uh, I do empower ride share. Everybody don't have that. Uh, and then when I hop on these other apps like Spark, uh, my metrics suck. I uh, just got it, uh, me and Bud Soda on Nova Dasher uh, live the other day. I'm telling him, like, hey, I don't have the best of metrics, uh, metrics but when I when it's time to do Spark, I'm getting some good trips coming in also. So you a so, top dasher, uh, Ty, on, uh, on DoorDash? Oh, uh, Ty, are you a top dasher? No, no he's not. No, 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 hell no. It was never a top dasher. <laughs> it was never. I mean, I was you never. You don't top give a shit about metrics on any app. I don't. I don't. I don't really care about okay. metrics on any app, guys. I mean, when I'm doing ride share, I'm just myself. I don't stress myself. Oh my my my, my rates. I can show you my app right now on any ride share app. Never go under a five point I don't try to stay. At a 5.0, I just drive and be myself. I don't have no candy in the car. I don't have no waters. I don't have no TVs. I don't have nothing of the sort, you know. So when I I go on DoorDash and Spark and stuff, I really don't care about uh, metrics and stuff because I'm multi-apping. So it's like. Yeah, for you, it's for you. It's really different. And I think yeah. earlier you, you mentioned, hey Pedro, I was you know beefing with you because of this and the videos and the acceptance rate. And you know, let me ask you this: Do you think that? Because uh, I've talked to Nova many times, you know, he's a uh-huh. friend of his Joe. I'm a friend of his, right? Great guy. Right. And I know his his AR is usually like in the teens or something, right? So, uh-huh. do you think that some markets are just obviously different, whether it's time yeah. zone or not? The spending habits of consumers, the tip rates, yeah. the uh, the subtotals of certain orders are just different. So, somebody like you that multi apps, you might not feel the need to have an AR at a certain level. But yeah. me, if I'm going to make content for a month or two, with mostly DoorDash. I want to mm-hmm. see what the difference is if I'm a 30 versus a 70. Right. I've seen some change. I mean, I just, I've seen some, a little bit of a difference, you know, and it could be coincidence. Like you said, you're talking about the uh, tax returns, seasonal yeah. changes. There's a lot of truth in that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's like when I hear the argument, it's always like the multi appers are like, well, I don't, all my acceptance rates are low because I'm multi app. So you guys are obviously you're casting a wider net, which is super smart. Right. Yeah. But I also think there are a lot of people that could work five or six apps like you, let's say, mm-hmm. in your zone. But there could also be a DoorDash driver out there with a 70% AR, and he could be making the same money as you. That's that's no, very feasible. No, ain't nobody, ain't nobody on this side of town doing DoorDash making more money than me. I'm, I'm being honest. You know, right, right. It, I, I agree you, with him. I'm the top that? person in my zone, too. I've made six hundred dollars easily. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Anything, how, I don't. How, it, it how ain't there to too many people. The top guy, you know what I'm saying? How's uh, there a way to know that? Uh, I, I'll tell you how I know because and just give an example. How I talk to you guys now, I talk to everybody. You can go. Can't, just uh, give judge, an example. You guys know. Oh, go ahead. Judge, judge, listen. I have forty-four thousand subscribers. I run into people mm-hmm. every day, and I know probably five percent of the dashers in St. Louis. Come on, man. Right, right. Well, I'm, the only reason why, the, the only reason know, I told you, you I got six. I, I don't know. No, I don't know. I, I never said I did, but I know a lot of dashers. Just give an example. It's it's a dude that, that I bump into a lot. I, we we're cool. He don't want to join our little group like that, but he says, 
He said, man, if there were the two dashers that do the most work here in Cleveland and they had a picture of these people, it would be me and you. Because, like, literally, I mean, like, we call a good day, a good day, an average day for us is what we call when you clear 350. That's average. Average. The only reason why is because for my job, I get 35 bucks an hour. So anything, you know, the only reason why I was doing this for a while, because, wait a minute, I don't get, I have to worry. I'm making good money and I'm not getting dirty. That was what was a good thing about the dashing is because, wow, you know, I can make 40 bucks an hour. And then I can still go out and get laid afterwards because I'm not going to lie. I'm a big, <laughs> big woman dog. I mean, hey, I, you know, that's what got me into trouble. That's why I got five kids, four kids, brother. Jeez, oh, yeah. we, we found a new we found a new good character on the show. I like it. I like yeah. it. So, but hey, let me, I want to round it. I kind of want to oh. round it off oh. with, uh, with Chris up at the top from Australia. Oh. We'll kind of go around the Matrix and go to Kid. Um, so, so what – Give me some, maybe some final thoughts, right? Did we solve anything tonight? I'll say, I'll start off. Absolutely. We solved nothing tonight. Okay. We didn't solve any DoorDash issues. We didn't change the world. None of us are better dashers. I think we, I think we, you know, had some good combo, right? But we didn't solve anything. I think striking, in my opinion, does not work as a 1099, but I I do think that there are some benefits to it long-term, like, but this is years from now, right? Um, but anytime, like many of you guys have said, when we force, when a hand is forced of a company to do something, something will be taken away. And in my opinion is there'll be less opportunities for drivers because people like Parker or even myself might not be able to work the apps anymore because they're going to say, well, we used to have 5,000 St. Louis, but we got this regulation. Okay. Now they're going to take everything. We only need 3,000. So automatically 2,000 people lose jobs or opportunities, not jobs, opportunities. Right. So that's how kind of how I look at the strike thing and all that kind of stuff. Um, Chris, if you want to give me some final thoughts on the combo tonight, anything you'd like to add? Yeah, it's, uh, it's really good to kind of hear as well that America's gone through the same kind of thought process around striking with us. You know, there's some benefits to it. There's also some losses to it. We're, we're both on the same understanding of like mm. probably won't work. Um, and if it did start to work, we'd have to unionize up for it, which then starts to feeding the, the point of it all. And we ended up as employees of the company if the unions win in Australia. Um, so, yeah, it's... Um, that's pretty much all I got to say. Like, I just had fun being on here, uh, Pedro. It's good that the day's lined up. Um, I finally got a Monday off, so jumped on yeah. the show. No, I, I would love chat. to. Definitely, let's link again. I'd love to have you back on, just you and I talking exclusively some some Australia stuff and sharing some ideas. And, you know, definitely love to have you back on. I appreciate you coming mm-hmm. on tonight, though. Thank you. Cool. Thanks, guys. Uh, Matrix, final thoughts? Yeah, I, I learned that uh, DoorDash drivers uh, cannot strike because there is no union present. I learned that in Australia, Chris is just in the wild, wild west, uh, just delivering orders uh, based on base pay, no con- no customer tip. Or and mileage, 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 yeah, or the, mileage. Or yeah, kilom- mileage. Kilometers is very big over there. Yeah, right? kilometers. So, that's yeah. amazing to just learn that uh, another country, they don't have tips. That That's amazing. I learned that uh, Vic the Kid has a really good smile. I learned that JP <laughs> was a Republican. That <laughs> Yeah, we did learn that, too. Yeah. I learned that Judge is off the rails, and I learned that driving with Ty is solid. Kind of agreed with Judge a little bit there, and it was a good show, Pedro. Really good show, man. No, I love that we had some new people coming up. Uh, you know, good energy tonight. Good per- different mm-hmm. perspectives, which I love. I, I like. I don't like when we all just agree. That sucks. It makes for a boring, mm-hmm. boring show. I like when we're all a little bit different, different perspectives, different countries. I mean, it's amazing. So, uh, JP, some thoughts. 
I, I, I've had, I've enjoyed this tonight. Normally I can't stay up late, uh, this late to actually uh, get to the end of it. I got to listen to part of it uh, the next day. Also, but... JP, what you're saying normally is that I bore you and you go, no, to... no, I'm normally, Sundays are normally a real busy day. Sundays are a busy day for me. I still watch it the next day. I, no, I watch no. it on Monday. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, uh, I, uh, I can't stay up this late normally. And, uh, the last thing I'll say about the worries about all of what's going to happen if it happens, mm-hmm. you're not going to change what's going to happen. It's going to happen, whatever. And most of the things we worry about, like 97% of them never come to fruition. So why mm-hmm. worry about it? And uh, the best uh, analogy I can use is what came from Dara Kashashai, And that is, the the he was really being grilled by the guys on CNBC and i i was i was enjoying the conversation and they asked him about what's happened now in spain that they have a completely 100% w2 model and he said and and, and this is a quote we are now exceeding our long term profit expectations in in spain that's the mm. reason we went back there and it's all 100% a W-2. Now, yeah. if that's true, then why didn't he do that here? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, because if you're already exceeding the long-term expectations for profit, you would think that he'd, he'd implement that, you know, everywhere he could. Mm. It, it's really simple. He, why hasn't he done it? Well, it, it, there's no... Uh, there's no government telling him he has to. That's you know right. that's yeah. what it comes down to is that that and that's what the difference is because th- this guy knows that he loses control when that happens and that mm-hmm. uh, but that, that I've enjoyed the entire conversation. I uh, I, uh, I I I like listening to Judge and and uh, at the beginning I thought he was crazy too but I actually uh, enjoy a lot of the things that he well, was saying. Well, I, I so, think uh, we can still say well, he's crazy, but <laughs> yeah, we could we could just we could we could just you know it's like no more normal crazy that's fine wait 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 well wow man thank god thank god i'm not there listen listen thank god i'm not look look i'm I, this is the beautiful thing about the whole thing i'm not thin skinned at all like oh, like i understand like you yeah yeah i know that man we, you know, what no offense i'm a i'm a black i'm a heterosexual male that's how heterosexual males bond by yeah, talking about it we talk up right a lot of people don't realize that heterosexual men bond by talking about each other that's a no, good we point. don't. We're not. I also learned. <laughs> yes, we do. Parker, hang on, that Parker is going to become a pharmacist that I'm going to trust my prescription with. Well, there you go. Oh, oh God, <laughs> Parker is. Look at this guy. Let's let's kick it to Parker. So, Parker, some some final final thoughts, my friend. Oh man, I've I've learned so much. I just kind of turned my webcam off at the end. Just really had to slam these five you guys. Should've. That are a judge, they they might be like the Illuminati. I'm kind of scared of them. Like they seem very <laughs> mysterious. I don't know what's going on. Um, okay. No. Final thoughts. <laughs> I think it's it's really easy to get down these rabbit holes like very quickly. Of like all these conversations just go into more in depth. But I think at the end of the day, you know, keeping in mind uh, really the way that you phrase it, Pedro, is how do we win at the end of the mm-hmm. day? And for me personally, like. I think my thing, especially being in healthcare and being kind of biased, I would like to live in a world where someone using DoorDash, if they got sick or need to go to the doctor, they could afford to do that, worrying about rent the next day. I think a lot of these things are, you know, especially in America, tied to very systemic things. Our country is unlike any other. 
Um, so a lot of these are outside of DoorDash's control and have to deal with the government's control. That that would be how I would play at the end of the day. Um, Matrix, if you have any other like burrito kicking ideas for whenever <laughs> I want to get uh, deactivated. If you want to go out with a bang, Parker, I'm telling you. Kate Moonsey Lewis, pick your last <laughs> order of your career. Get that no tip. Take just the $2 order. Run that burrito up the street. Put it out in front of you like a punter in the NFL and just kick that shit down the street, double middle fingers. Listen, I don't, I don't know if I could be a I'm part out. of that, but me and Parker could hey, be Joe. <laughs> Of course we could be a part of that. You're, and you're have the customer record it. If you're going to toss it in, Parker, go out in flames. Like, just oh, go man. out on top. Uh, kid, uh, Victor Kid, some some thoughts, my friend? No, it, this is a, I, I liked it. It was a great show. Uh a lot of different perspectives and uh, honestly jp like i i really enjoyed our conversation and our back and forth i really enjoyed your perspective and in all honesty i i really would you know help support you and, and see where this goes i just think we can do both i i think i think we could win in the long term and win now because I agree. I agree, and I also enjoyed the, the back and forth. So I do. Uh, I, I agree. Yeah. We can do. We can do both. I think you can do all of it. Um, right. But it does take time, Victor. Kid, yeah. it takes time. It took time in California, and it took time in the state of Washington. So it does take time. Like we've, we've got to to go through the other forty-eight states. It does yeah. take time. It can't happen overnight. It's- it's going to take a lot. I, I just think it's going to take a long time. I mean, you got to understand, man, we're every state is different and it's going to, to me, it's just going to take a long time. That's why I think now we, we got to learn skills. Now we can't do it on one app. We could do it on another app or we can make our own business. We could, we could, we could win now, even with the recession coming, we can win. Now we could find skills, figure out ways to make money. We, we don't have to continuously fight Goliath to, to figure out how we're going to get them to give us more money. No, we can make our own money. We can control our own narrative. We can do what we you, want, when we want, how we well, want. You do, you do what Pedro did. You launch a YouTube channel, get a thousand subs, and try and monetize it. We could do listen, that, not what, now. What I, yeah, I, I, listen, but, I, I think what I did is rare, and it's not easy. But it, it's I, not. I think to, to Vic's point is – there are opportunities even during a recession and things for people that are forward thinking and have a little hustle, a little bit of grind, a little bit of motivation. There's, there's opportunities to make money. I really, I really honestly believe that. And I think the gig apps are just, for me, they're, that's just a, a facet a of that, right? But, it's just a, but, a, a, a portion but, of that. You know? uh, one more thing just to like JP's point. Look, I, I can agree. Like, yeah, they're making Google bucks up top, but then what is that? tell you if they continuously keep making millions and millions of dollars that 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 tells you that the money's there it's just somewhere else it's just somewhere else you just gotta hustle and find it you gotta hustle and find it yeah well and and that don't get me wrong i agree with that that's why i start that's why i just started a dumpling business okay and i make per 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 uh delivery on dumpling i make oh boy i bet my average is 45 dollars um so 
you know, it's it's real simple. I I agree with you. That's the kind of thing that we need to do. But a lot of people in this in the gig world aren't aren't willing to put the work in to do that. They They're lazy. They, they want five. You know, they want to come in and and work for two or three hours tonight and make. Uh, make a hundred dollars and go home. Well, that's not the way it is anymore. You're not going to do that today. So now you have it, to look at a different way to make the money. That's all. Um, yeah. it, it's it's just that simple. And, and, and I, I started the YouTube channel uh, four months ago, and I made videos two or three times a week. Um, I got like 500 subs. I was like, all right, I'm on pace, and I stopped because my it just it, my channel wasn't getting any more subscribers and I just stopped on Super Bowl Sunday was my last video and I just wow. either recreate uh, my videos or do something different but I thought I was on a real good trajectory to have a thousand subs and whatever and I was excited and then it just went straight downhill and I just stopped. Yeah. You have to keep at it. You know, I was doing YouTube for a while back in the day. I was actually with, with a very high, high end content creator. If I said his name, you would know. And uh, I was blackballed by his, his group then. But you have to just keep at it because all you could need is one good video and you'll be in there. And hey, I mean, Judge, I used to have three, four hundred people watching me. Hey, Judge, that's what I did. Yeah. I, I was releasing these videos and I got like, mm -hmm. like a thousand views, 800 mm -hmm. views. And then all mm -hmm. of a sudden, one video. Mm -hmm. I got 6,000 views and I, well, well, it. I was like, what the hell is going on? YouTube well, is like recommending mm -hmm. my video. So I thought Shit, this is going to be easy. I'm going to make no, it. And then it went. Well, you got to keep, downhill. you got to keep at it. Like just give an example. I came on the scene. I was with a controversial YouTuber called Tommy Sotomayor way back in the uh, day. So just give an example. I'm from that sector. So like just, just to give you an example, yes, I'm known around like how you say my actics here, y'all didn't just because you don't know me. But I'm known around like you ask the people that know me, they'll say, Oh yeah, he you know, he he's a little edgy. And like and you know, like some people say, Well, why are you still doing this? I hate to say something. I'm a workaholic. I, I, I have a thing where that's my addiction to work. Like I work on houses for a living, I build houses, remodel bathrooms. Like literally, if I'm not working, I feel depressed. So I like that. Like the gig apps are nice because you can pull it out anytime you want and all like that. But the reason I don't like is I don't like how they're treating the drivers. And I've seen the manipulation there. You know, just like I, I've stopped companies. I used to be an auditor for six years. I've stopped companies from having theft. And like one of the things that burns me up, like why I don't steal this stuff no more, is actually because. One of the companies that we were doing our thing with went out of business. And I thought that maybe if we would expose like what we were doing to steal money from them, that company would still be in business and all those people would still be employed. You know, because it was a Fortune 500 company that is gone now. And maybe they didn't know the vulnerabilities that we took advantage of. And my thing was after after I left then to always do right and look out for the little guy because it's you wouldn't believe the little guy gets screwed all the time. Oh, that's like that's, literally. That's, yeah, that's that's that's. that's Parker's history, covering his mouth know. again. He's trying not to laugh. Mark, right. Well, I mean, no, he just doesn't bother me. Look, look, he can go ahead and believe what it what he wants to no, believe because he doesn't know. Me. He just made a, a facial thing. Right, right. But I mean, it's just what it is. The, the little okay. you you th th think about it. The whole the aspects of this DoorDash system, 
shows you everything. If you don't pay attention to anything, the manipulation, first they were stealing from you. If you don't want to say that this company's trust fund, they've been caught stealing multiple times. Even after, even after they got caught the first time for stealing the tips, they got caught doing it again. And On top of that, what about the time where you go? Okay, here's the question. I got five other things I can prove to you. What about the time where you go to the order to pick the order up and all of a sudden the order disappears off your app? I'm pretty sure that that's happened to other drivers. What about when you don't get your half pay when they do that? Or, or especially on a Friday night when you call customer service and under no circumstances can you get through. But you're, but you're missing the I mean, factors, right? We don't pay attention. We don't pay attention. That's a point. We're, we're lazy. Mm-hmm. We don't mm-hmm. pay attention. Definitely. And we don't care. That's what I'm trying to say. We could win now. We could do this, yeah. guys. We, could, we can all win. You, you, we, there are billions of dollars just waiting for all of us. There is more than enough money to go around. We can do this. We can teach each other to learn our markets and figure out what we can do to make money. We don't have to continuously fight and bicker and complain and moan. We can do this. We, we would all have can to, do we this. We would have to form a union, Vic, like a like a community union. We have to. We'd have to uh, join arms with each other as individual independent contractors to do this now. How we don't, we don't do need that? a union. We we have it already. We have it. In we a need form. Right. We already have it. It's called the we internet. Have we have it in the form yeah. of uh, channels, Maybe. forums, we, Reddit groups, we, Facebook. We have that. Vic, right? and can we, we compile enough of us on the internet, yes. on Pedro's yes. YouTube? Do you think we need thousands of us? Not hundreds. Yes. We, thousands. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm there are 50 states. Let me rain on y'all parade with that, man. Let me rain on y'all parade. I'm not sure. Um, I've been I've been hearing this since 2016, guys. 2016 from when uh Rideshare Revolution was beefing with uh um uh, what's the boy? I what's the guy named Rideshare Professor, right? Biggie Smalls. Yeah. So here's the thing with that. Here's the thing with that, and I'm gonna have to use Rideshare with this, guys. Okay, say in my city, a thousand people just turned off their app, right? Do y'all know how crazy that surge is going to be? $38 plus, $42 plus. Definitely. Ty, Ty, how would you communicate with all of those people at one time to turn off their apps? How? Well, I mean, back in the day, we had Facebook groups. Like our Facebook groups and the DMV is huge, right? Maybe. But here's my Maybe. point. Here's my point. Here's my point. Even if a thousand people turn off their apps, right? Even if a thousand people, with that surge that high, $38, $40, it's mm-hmm. going to be 500 people that get out their bed and get to mm-hmm. that money. So right. it's, it's never going to work. This strike stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to wrangle people parade. Oh, no, just, we, don't, uh, we don't want to strike here. I don't want you to think we want. Okay, strike. that's true. Strike. No, oh, no, we don't want. I don't want that. I don't want you to get it. Okay, yeah, because I, I hear, I hear not, not on here. I don't think I heard it here. No, but Ty, on here. it was like no, Ty. We were saying like you can't strike on as a DoorDash driver because we're not okay. part of the goddamn union. You can't, you can't organize yeah, a strike. strike. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, I mean, even even way, if somehow you could. It's still going to bring that surge aspect outside on DoorDash. The peak pay will be 
I ain't never seen no fifteen dollar peak pay, but I bet you that day that peak pay gonna be fifteen twenty dollars. They gonna, definitely, they gonna definitely, fix that. Definitely. You know, definitely. they gonna fix that system. So yeah. you know, like Brian Share Professor, he always he's one of the first people that yelled strike since two thousand sixteen. Guys, since I've been out here doing the gig economy game, um, and every time somebody yells strike. Yep. I swear to goodness, they throw something <laughs> else stupid on the mm-hmm. app and be like, oh, y'all should have been happy with it. Oh, you guys want tips? Okay, yep. it's the thing. Let's talk about the tips. When I was driving, when I first got signed up, I did five trips in 2014, and I stopped driving after that because I had uh, went to go get my CDL. But 2014, you didn't need no tips, right? You didn't need no tips at all. Then you had drivers getting greedy. I'm talking about we was getting $25 a pop, $30 a pop on trips, right? You had drivers getting greedy. Oh, I think we should get tips. Oh, here go Uber. Say less. Say less. We give you some tips. Mm-hmm. But we're taking 20% now. We're taking 20% now for the mm-hmm. chance for you to get maybe a 20% chance on tips. Right. Yep. Now drivers they- complaining, oh, they're taking 50, 60. Mm-hmm. It's the driver's fault. Mm-hmm. Well, well, this is another thing that I tra- want to tell you guys. The worst thing that they ever did is this. And I'm telling you, like, as a person that did, knows about computers and stuff, is actually for them to say, we do 24-hour tracking. That way they know, if you ever noticed before then, we can sometimes get a $9 peak pay in Cleveland. And you'd be like, what? Because sometimes they'd have, like, just nobody would log in. So it was like minimum not plus 9 and that's like unheard of at places. But what they do is this. Now that you say we track you 24 hours a day and we share that information with any all of our affiliates and restaurants if they want it. That's what it says in the law if you read that when it came to the 24-hour tracking. The reason that – go ahead. But, but what is that? But what? Is, but think about that. Everybody's a, saying it's possible. So then what does that mean? That means well, this, we I'm have power. You. We already no. have it. Yeah. But listen, listen, we, this is the problem. The problem with the, but let, let me finish. The problem with the 24-hour tracking is this. They already know how many diashers are in the area even when they're not logged in. So what they do, and if you've noticed, ever since they went to 24-hour tracking, what has changed? What they do is even before the area is getting busy, you're getting text messages talking about come dash. Mm. Like, like this is remember, like I said, manipulation. Let what them cook. Let them If you send a thousand text messages out and thirty more dashers log in, you've cut your pay that you have to pay out for to, for a, a lot. That saves you thousands. Maybe because you guys have never done a law of numbers and never been a salesman, had to eat what you kill. That saves thousands and thousands of dollars. That's the reason why when the 24-hour tracking came, like literally, when I go offline, the first thing I do is turn my uh, location off because they know exactly where you are, and they say, it's busy in this area. Why don't you think about dashing? I mean, if you really well, you know, you can – I was going to say, you can in the app, you can turn off. You, you, on, oh, on any yeah, app, you can stop them you from can. tracking you when, it's, you when can, you're not on it. But, um, but listen, this is what I, like if you notice that don't, don't believe me, just look at all the reviews on Google. Go to Google right now. Look at the reviews on uh, uh, DoorDash for the last two months when they talk about the app. The app freezes and so many crashes because your phone keeps blocking them from seeing where you are. That's the reason why you've probably downloaded the app more than one or two times in the last month. 
Because what? I know I'm downloading. The, yeah, I'm, I'm re-downloading the app often because it breaks in our area. I don't, and for I me, mean, I don't. I don't. Like, for me, I don't. I don't. On Google, it can't be a thousand, thousands and thousands of people saying the same exact thing. I don't know all these people. They ain't part of my group. Yeah, but I don't, I don't look at go to Google Play Store and read the reviews for the last two months for DoorDash. Yes, read sorry, that, they do canary app. releases. They do canary releases. They they put out a, a build from the developers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it breaks, yeah. and you know, a bunch of developers, um, you know, they they pull it back, roll out a new build for it. So uh, a bunch of dashes at the time, they deal with a potentially breaking little bit of uh, software that they're trialing. Uh, so mm-hmm. we see that all the time but in Australia. We, we get dropouts like. Every uh, dash is dropped out because they've decided to deploy a new update when everyone's logged in. We'll get knocked out because we're on the old software. Um, their system goes down for 5, 10, 15, sometimes an hour. Uh, but that's mm-hmm. canary releasing software. That, that's a common practice. And, and, of course, it's going to break for people using it at that time. Yeah, and I think, I think we also have, I don't look at DoorDash as the uh, – I guess I used to give them more of my energy is what I would say. Like I used to give them more of my energy and thought, and I think that that's okay. But like, I also realized that there's a lot of other stuff that's tracking us. Like I'm not worried about DoorDash tracking where I'm at. I can care less. I just, if I'm being honest, like I'm on YouTube right now, like, you know, like I have a webcam, like I have devices that are turned on, like we're all being tracked. So I don't look at the but, but, app but, but, like that. Pedro, that Pedro, I don't care about them tracking me. Think about this is the problem though. This this company is known for this. I don't care about them tracking me. Actually, I prefer my apps to track me because I want to see ads for shit that I like. Sure. But the fact is, when a, your money making app tracks the drivers for that, they're they are not tracking the drivers to help pay you more money. It's to cut your pay. Everything is to save money. When have they done a benefit of life increase for the drivers? Like saying, for now on, on a $2 order after 9.30 at night, it's no handed to me. Because you don't need to be waiting at somebody's house at 2 o'clock in the morning on a $2 order and waiting five minutes because you can't find them. You're setting it up to be robbed. Why, why are you outside at 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock yeah, in the morning? Yeah. So, so let, me ask you, let me ask you a question. It's uh, choice. If, if, you you about the, about, if you're worried about the driver, but, you're, but then if you're worried about the driver's safety and well-being, that wouldn't be allowed. It's more about your profits first, and you have to realize that this is what this company is doing. Every company. Like literally. Every company. Name me one company. company. I, name I, I name me a for-profit company that doesn't want to make profit. But I, listen, listen, Peter. I'm not saying that. I'm not. Yeah. All I'm saying is you're pushing so hard on certain things. Like, cause a couple things that DoorDash does great. Like the half pay, no matter what. Cause you know how many times have you gone for a, pick up a thirty dollar order for Uber, and then you get there and they don't have it, or it's been picked up and you get that two dollars. So let. I let mean, me that's add, ridiculous. Let, At least get half. Let me add this, Judge. You said at the top of this show, very first mm-hmm. introduction. That you were going to melt our faces and uh, put DoorDash out of business. Hold on, hold on. We're going to save that for another live. We're not doing What is your intention? No, no, we're not doing that. No, no, no. Pedro. Just 10 seconds. 10 seconds. We're not doing it tonight. We're not doing it tonight. Listen. We're not going to do it tonight. We're going to save that for another show. Me and a... Hold on, Judge, I'm gonna put. Judge, yeah. I'm gonna Me give you judge, my number. I'll talk. put it in we're the back. Talk, we're gonna talk offline. And we're gonna do a whole. Okay. We'll do a whole another stream. We I mean, he said he was gonna put the goddamn company underneath. Yeah. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna do that. We're gonna get 
we're gonna have a whole another show okay. like that gotcha. at some point. Hey, yeah. hey Pedro, I'm gonna give you my number. I'm put my number in the chat. All of you cools are cool. We we can text and all oh, like yeah. that. No, I love it. I love but, it. But I'm just, I, I mean, no, I like I like the fact that I like the fact that you can take, like I said, like you you can take my harshness because I'm not gonna lie, I'm not. Uh, I don't like. I don't handle things with. Uh, I'm, I'm. What do they call it when you kid gloves? Kid, not kid gloves, but they say yeah. I could work on my. What do they call it when you kind of deliver something nicely? I kind of like hit it with a sledgehammer. Judge, let you me know? tell you something. You haven't been here that long, then, because I've been. I get a lot of shit, bro. So I've been you watching coming you in for, how you came look, tonight. I have been. Trust look, me, I've been watching this you for months. Easy. No, bro, bro listen, I've been watching you for months. Just, like just, my dude, he's not too fond of you, but I like you. I, I've been watching you for months. We're good. Like the way you came in is fine. Don't worry about it. You don't have to. You could put the. You don't. You could put the kids' glove away. I got people doing crazy things about me. We're good, man. Trust me. Oh, oh, good. Oh, in a China shop, just yeah. wrecking shop. Oh man, all yeah, good, bro, man. I, bro. I, 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 I like the fact. No, but see, I like the fact that you guys are fucking men. Because, you know, I mean, people nowadays can't, oh, you hurt my feelings on the way you've talked about that company. I feel scared. No, we're not, we don't do that. <laughs> I mean, you, you saw JP and, and Vic had a good little, you know, people can have like a like a, a different viewpoints and we can, as, as, yeah. as people, just talk it out. Like we're talking about, listen, uh, listen, I got to gotta remind y'all something. Forth. I got to remind y'all something. And Ty's been doing this since what, 2016, mm-hmm. right, Ty? 2016. Well, I took my first trip. And my first couple of trips in 14, but I restarted okay. back right. in 16. So. And we got somebody yeah. over here from Australia. Listen, y'all, we are delivering McDonald's. Yeah. Right? We got to remind ourselves, this is not rocket science. It's not that difficult. It's fun. I, I usually have a good time doing it. And I provide for my family. So at the end of the day, I don't, you know, Judge is going to drop the, uh, a nuke bomb on DoorDash's doorstep. I'm cool with it. Judge is going to do what he wants. I don't care that much about it. I'm just being honest because for me, it's an opportunity and I want my fellow drivers to do well so they can get to the next opportunity because most of us aren't going to be able to do this for 10 years. Most, most drivers won't do this for more than five. Most drivers don't do this for more than five months, guys. 10%. So for me, okay. It's just about like getting gotta, to the next I opportunity. Go, you know? I gotta go, Pedro. My number's in the back. Anybody else yeah. going to like, just text me and be like, "That's my first name." I was with you in the thing. Like that's it. Look, yeah, I'm yeah. one of those ones, Pedro. I don't give a damn what time it is. If you ever call, you can call anytime. Okay, 24 I hours. So. I got you. All right. Now let me go ahead and get into some more trouble. Hopefully, I won't owe no more child support. Oh God! <laughs> Good luck. And have fun. I like it. Listen, Pedro. y'all. That's a he called, that's he a, called you Pedro. That was sweet. I love. I love that. That's actually. Pedro. That's actually. He's actually closer to pronouncing my name than most of you guys, right? So like, the way he uh, says it, correct. Based yes, on your the heritage? way he says it is actually more appropriate. So actually, Pedro. Yeah. Oh, Pedro. Pedro. Pedro? Well, okay, it's, that's, it's, that's it's, what we're going with now, Pedro. Listen, Ty, that's fine. Yeah. Listen, that's fine. <laughs> uh, listen, I had a good time tonight. I appreciate Chris joining. JP, good to see you. Vic, Matrix, good like always. Guys. Ty, uh, appreciate you coming on again, man. Um, we had a no good problem. conversation. I hope you guys got some kind of value from it, and I hope to see you guys back at a later date. Appreciate y'all very much. All right, thanks, man. Thanks, man. So, hey, guys, stay safe. Good talk. All right, man. Thanks, Ty. All right. So a lot happened tonight, man. You never know what, what you're going to get on this show. I appreciate the live chat for y'all being in here. I know I missed a lot, I'm sure. New guests came on tonight, uh, this week. Um, 
you know, obviously we, we were kind of like, you know, the strike stuff, the percentage of this and this and the, the pay. And we talked, the, the, obviously, the, the strike stuff, like I said, we talked about all kinds of stuff. DoorDash manipulation, do they care, what they should do. We got a, some great perspective from Australia. I love that Chris joined us. I feel like I was I knew a little bit about the tipping culture in Australia because we, what we have to remind ourselves in America, it's very different than other parts of the world as far as expectations and normalcy. So really interesting to hear that, you know, his is about the kilometers, the mileage, um, the flat rate of the 550, I think he said, and then it's based on kilometers and things like that. Really interesting. But but the money he's making in comparison to us, I think, is actually on the higher end. I think it was 30 to 35 dollars U.S. per hour. I think a lot of you guys would be ecstatic making that, right? So obviously he's getting more pay from the the company than he is the consumer because there's no tips, but the consumer is just paying obviously more of an inflated menu price probably than they are in the U.S. plus uh, more of a delivery fee, a service fee, regulatory fee, whatever. Um, so really great conversation. Uh, really looking forward to getting that information from Judge. I'll be waiting that 175 pay screen. I would love to do a video on that. I mean, I think that's crazy. Uh, you know, Uber sends out things that are way lower than that. But for me, yeah, we should never as drivers on any app see a dollar, whatever. We should never see two, whatever. Quite frankly, we shouldn't see three in whatever sense, right? But to see a dollar seventy-five, that's wild. I mean, so definitely be looking for some, maybe some a video about that, you know? Um, yeah. So in the beginning, I said we, this was going to be either a two-hour show or a four hour show. And I think we're at three and a half hours. So I guess I lied because I don't think I want to stay out another 30 minutes. I had some other things on my mind, but I think the show is, is kind of good where it's at right now. And I don't, I don't feel like talking about any other little subjects would just kind of be just, eh, you know, a waste of, of a waste of your guys's time and mine. So um, I think this is a good show for tonight. Um, I will be going out this week. I have a, I do have one challenge video that will probably happen either Tuesday or maybe it'll happen Tuesday and maybe you'll see it on Wednesday. That'll be coming. So be on the lookout for that. Appreciate all the support, all the new subscribers, all the super chats we got tonight. Appreciate you guys very, very much. Um, I'm very humbled and honored to be one of the content creators that you guys watch. And I think we have the best show in the geek community that's live. Sunday nights are amazing. You guys make make it that. We end our week together. We start a new week together. Appreciate all the love and support. You guys have a great rest of your weekend.